Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 315. Got a lot, actually a lot to go over tonight, which uh, actually includes a lot of games that came out or got DLC updates, demos, the works. So a lot a lot to get to tonight. So I'm just going to go around and start introducing people. We have our guest tonight, Celia, returning once again. She's been here a couple of times. Uh, people like when you're on. They request you to come back. So thanks for, thanks for coming back tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you, you, I think we'll have some stuff to say during the, the indie world presentation yeah. as we go through that. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we got, we got, like I said, a bunch of, a bunch of random stuff we can go over. So it'll be, be good to get your input on quite a bit of it. Let's see. We got MVG here. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Good to have modern vintage gamer with us tonight. We got Max Dreamcast guy. Gaming. Yeah, Max Jordan back again. You know, the streak continues. <laughs> we are here once again. Who would have thought? Will I talk? Will I not talk? That is the real we'll question see. tonight. We'll see. We got OJ Players is holding up the pre-show. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. It's getting hot where I live. Oh yeah, yeah. It's getting, it's getting warm here too. So yeah, it's like 80, 80, 85 today. Yeah. Not that hot here yet. Not that hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it's good. It's good. Good to be on. Got Josie. Josie back with us tonight. Josie, I got a question. You're muted, Josie. There she is. Okay. Do you know how to play? Do you know how to play basketball? The chat, my chat, wanted to know if you know how to play basketball. I do. I I knew um, it. I like Fireball. That like little game. Okay. No, like no, like actual like basketball. Well, yes, I do. But I'm just saying, Fireball is a very good. Okay, because we're trying to put together a three on three, so we wanted to know if you can play basketball or not. Okay. You know that you can play. So too many games. Maybe one of these days we'll we'll have we'll have a three on three ready. Okay, sounds like a plan. Yeah, we'll be there. There you go. We got RGT. This Hello. Night. Have RGT here, and then we got Evan. Yep. Back with us. All right. Wanna, you want to start with the Discord question, Evan? Do you think Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Physical will be available for cheaper one way or the other, or will the current price kind of be what it is for a while? I mean, it's going to be where it is, and it'll probably go up later. It'll probably be one of those things that people look for down the road. I think. Have you seen the prices? Can- no, what are they now? <laughs> if the, the special edition one, like the big, well, no, even collector's edition going yeah. so right now. There's a whole big thing actually with it. Um, even with the standard edition, um, there's the one that came from Square Enix that's um ESRB rated, and that was a one print only thing. And then there's the Play Asia version, which mm-hmm. is has a different rating system on it. And they're not, yeah, they're not making any more the NTSC. Check them on so real quick. Those are even going up. <laughs> in price because like so I have... the, the, the square enix one is worth more right yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The, okay i got the square enix store one that's the it, one that i got it's just say eat a teen on it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. the one that's the one i have too that's the one yours is invisible funny. dreamcast guy so, <laughs> what, what, what does that mean sean it means so, yeah. that it's gonna it's worth more because they're only doing one print run of that the only oh, other way yeah. you could get it physically is through like play asia and it's the import version of it hell that's yeah the, is it the Japanese? Is it the zero uh, whatever or like Japanese rated one? Yeah, yeah, like for some reason, Switch games, European and like other versions are not worth as much as ESRB. For I don't know why that is, but it's just it seems like that's the case for like a lot of games, you know. Wow, people are bidding these things up pretty aggressively. How much I told you? The just like the Pixel Remaster, if you just have this the regular Switch cartridge, like the collection that's sealed, it's. So people are bidding this thing up to 200 bucks. Holy yeah. shit. The one that Max just had is 500 on there. What is Yeah, that's on? I look so originally I forgot if I pre-ordered or not, so I actually started checking eBay the day before my copy came in and I saw it's $500 and then it came in the mail. I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Want to shout out Bad Gamer 0 for coming a member there. Thank you Bad Gamer. 
Yeah, so I guess Pixel Remaster. If you got it, hey, put it up on that shelf. Don't open it like I did. I opened. Yeah. I didn't open mine, man. I just I got a review code for it too. Same. <laughs> There's a, a video code. of me doing it. There's nothing in it. It's just the cartridges. No reverse cover art. No yeah. nothing. <laughs> Nothing's in there. I'm uh, Evan, you have... water. Yeah, you're saying here's the water. Get it graded. Yep. yep. May as well get in front of it now. There you go. You have another. Had, question for seven. Had anyone ever gotten into Guitar Hero or Rock Band? And if so, what did you play? I feel like a lot of people got into it one way or the other with if they had fr- like friends that they could go to and do rock. Like Rock Band is the one I remember rock very band, fondly. Yeah. Yeah. We had rock I was band huge in di- Guitar Hero on the Wii. Guitar on the yeah. Wii. That yeah, was I played too. I never was, played uh, Rock Band. I just did Guitar oh, Hero. Rock Band was yeah, only too. around if I had like a friend who had like a larger family where there's like brothers and sisters. Like they had the whole setup for Rock Band. They had every instrument. I would just get Guitar Hero with the guitar mm. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was it rock band was good until people realized that the singer didn't actually have to say any words they just had to match the pitch so I, people just ended up screaming into it constantly I, we yeah. wouldn't even use the singer we would just use the drums i would oh, play we the, the whole thing we had the yeah, whole we thing going yeah, we, we didn't have do the this drums i just played when i was in college my friend had it we did play like rock band beatles a lot oh, like yeah. we played that one uh, it was really good we did we did it a lot. We would get drunk and we'd treat it like karaoke night. We'd all go over there and play it and, and force people to play different instruments. And I, I would do the thing he was talking about where I would just scream the notes once I realized I didn't have to know the words. If I didn't know the song, it's like, oh, oh, oh Man, that shit died hard though, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> it was Guitar gone. Hero is still in a bunch of arcades because it's the mm-hmm. Disney ones still have it everywhere. And there's a bunch of kids that do it all the time. It's funny. But yeah. Good series. Let's uh, let's start. Let's actually start with a with a game. All right. So we got a bunch of topics. We got stuff in in uh, the the gaming space to talk about. I also just want to talk about some video games first. So, MVG, you played Advance yeah. Wars. Who else played Advance Wars? Anyone? I didn't. Maybe. Okay. Okay. OJ played it. Sean, heard, you said you didn't. John, I heard your copy wasn't coming till next week. Yeah, I trusted Amazon. It was a mistake. Don't trust That's Amazon. That's what I did. <laughs> the release day shipping. It's 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 all it's all a lie. It's they, coming they Wednesday. They're really bad at that. They used to be like they used to be good, and yeah, now they're they, always like, yeah, it's coming three to five days late. It's like they used to be. They used to be so good. good. They'd send it to us early. Like, yeah, early. I don't know what happened to Amazon, man. Something I happened. No, people still I, buy on there a lot, but it, they don't don't expect it the day of anymore unfortunate because I, I i wanted to play it just in handheld mode while that was tagging out doing other stuff but i gotta oh. wait till next week all right hit me with it how good is this game I, I think it's fantastic i think the game is a really really good uh reimagining remake of the original gba games which i think are some of the best game boy advance games going around it's definitely in the in the top 10 uh for me I love it. Um, there's some really cool things that they've done this time around. That there's some really like nice little touches. Like one thing that was really uh, very apparent at the beginning was when you actually start, um, you boot up the game for the first time. There's all these intro movies and stuff. The intro movies have HD rumble. Like you know what I mean. Like so when a certain thing happens, you can feel the you know the HD rumble, and that was like such a really cool touch. Um, and there's all these like small little things that they've added into the game, but they haven't taken away from the the core you know game mechanics and the formula. Um, I love the toy soldier uh, kind of aesthetic about the game as well. I was initially not sold on it when they first announced the game, going back like almost what two years ago now or something. Um, but I I can see how the art style really fits this game. 
John, when you get it, you're gonna love it. It's Advance Wars, man. It's it's so much fun to play. Um, I started playing the first couple of missions, and I've been playing it all freaking day. Like it's 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 really good. So I'm almost um, almost through the first first game, and, um, and obviously you can jump into the, the second one as well uh, at that point. But no, it's fantastic. I uh, I recommend it, if, especially if you like um, uh, strategy games or if you like Advance Wars or the Advance Wars series. Definitely worth checking out. Okay. Okay. I, I would, that's, you mentioned the art style and the, and the graphical change. That's the thing I was concerned about because it, the Game Boy Advance generation still leaves a lot to the imagination with some of those games. And you see the tank is the size of the bridge. And I, I was a little concerned how that would translate over, but from the previews I've seen, it, lo- it looked, it looked good in some of the shots, but you, you say it, it, it looks great on the, on the switch. Okay. Okay. Good, and good. there is, there is a digital foundry kind of tech analysis of this game and it does drop frames here and there, but here's the thing. Like it, if there was ever a game that it doesn't really matter if it drops a couple of frames here, it's it's advanced wars because you don't you literally can't even notice anything um, when it happens. But um, and I don't think the performance takes away from the game at all. Like strategy it, 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 it RPGs, has, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think as much. The music is fantastic. Uh, the the gameplay is is absolutely on point. Um, they haven't done anything to kind of you know mess up the like the I guess the the imagining of the original game in any way they've they've just done such a great job of this one and um i'm finally glad it's here because you know we was expecting this game to come out like a year ago right so um i'm I'm, I'm glad it's here and i definitely recommend anyone that that's on the fence check out advance wars it's uh, it's a good game apparently, yeah. not, not sponsored either, <laughs> like, I apparently, bucks. apparently the 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 slips that come with it for Nintendo Rewards were expired for the U.S. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't tried mine yet, but yeah, because they've held the game for a year, so the slips inside are expired because they expire after a year. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know if they're going to email codes out if people care that much about it, but it's just it. it's a funny thing that people realized after they opened it. Yeah, but uh, OJ, yeah. you get a chance to play it. Yeah, I did. Um, I did get a chance to play hashtag free game, uh, but I bought a copy as well. It's coming. Amazon's lame. Um, but uh, it's it, the, the cool thing about Advance Wars, because I always liked Fire Emblem more than Advance Wars. I've always felt that way. Advance Wars always seemed like it got like pushed aside. So it was really cool that it came back in this type of way. They didn't want to make something new and mess it up. So they just go back to the well and get something that like, you know, because these games are like 20 years old, right? Like these games mm-hmm. are old at this point. So I think that was a good idea to just bring the really good games back. And if this does well, maybe we see, you know, the DS game or maybe there's something new. So um, that's what I liked about it, that they went back and got from like the two really good games because you get two good remakes all packaged in one. Um, you know, it would have been nice, though, if it was a bit like, you know, MVG said like the frame rate it doesn't really matter. But if it was like 60, that would have been nice, you know, to actually have it a bit smoother. But it feels great to play. It almost feels sometimes like like Kirby. Kirby's like 30, but there was no problem that I had like, you know, with inputs or anything like that. It didn't feel like jank or anything. So uh, but it would have been nice. But outside of that, man, I've been having a blast. I like the games back in the day um, and they're just as fun right now. It's really good to like, pick up and play. Like you can get missions done in a pretty good amount of time. Haven't been able to dabble with the like online play, but I want to get into that like at some point because I think it'd be pretty fun to play against like MVG or with other yeah, people. I, so, yeah, whenever yeah. you guys get the game, I'd like to maybe jump online and, and try Yeah, it. yeah, because well, it's like, it's pretty thing. cool. One other thing, John. This has a reversible cover. Oh, there it is. There and it is. Okay. The reversible cover is actually really cool too. Wait, pull, so. pull it out. Hold it up. That actually looks badass. Yeah. What'd you say? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, let, me, let me grab it out. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's a very very cool uh, reversible. Oh, that, okay. That looks pretty awesome. All yeah. Right, all right, all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a good little well, package. I I recommend it. 
Okay. Invincibles. Check it out. Okay. Yeah, you, they, you get two games for the people in the chat. Maybe don't know about. You get both yeah. of the games. Yep. So it's not. It, it's two of the the GBA games package both remade packaged into one so it is two games in one so some people are saying oh the price i get that too like you know 60 bucks it would have been nice if it was like 40 you see stuff like crash bandicoot other games that have came out but i mean for this type of game you know this many years old i mean decades at this point advanced wars has been dead i mean i really hope it does well which is i don't think like they're okay yeah I, well, I think they also have it at that price they're like it's probably not going to sell millions and millions of copies is what in their mind is probably a yeah yeah well. so it's uh, I, i'm curious that this is way forward right who did this yep. the nintendo party yep. with them would you like to see way forward do an original advance wars Dude. oh i think that'd be awesome yeah, i mean i okay. think they, got, they okay. got the chops for it i mean way forward obviously does original games as well as you know they take on remastered mm. remake type work so yeah i mean yeah mm. i'd love i'd love for them to do that that'd be awesome okay yeah Even i will i will advance wars game i will check it out next wednesday hopefully it's not like i don't think nate ever had his animal crossing delivered to him so hopefully it's not like that <laughs> uh, i want to say like a portable mode on the oled it looks super clean like i love the, it that's the, how it, i'm playing it, the game right yeah. now yeah it feels like, like back in the day like we see that, i feel like we see that about a lot of these games on the oled screen now to the point where nintendo they just have to stick with oled it, it's over they just can't go back yeah. to lcd now because all these games no, it, do look a lot better than oled now i actually played it on my uh regular switch because i you know i have a digital so i put it on multiple ones and like the oled makes with this simplistic art style and like how vibrant it is it's just better you know for do i go on an oled or if you got an oled tv the resolution is good on the tv you know so it's uh hey good, good to see advanced wars after a year is still 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 good <laughs> um but as Celia mentioned, it's had a had a tough had a rough uh, rough time just coming out. Yikes! Yeah, leaking, leaking no, DM. so I didn't know whether to bring it up or not. But the marketing for it, I pay attention to this is yeah, really yeah. cursed, we, and we, like I'm so happy that it came out. Like originally, it came yeah. out on September 10th, uh, 2001, yep. and uh, the marketing, you know, because there's wars in the title, got tanked because of obvious reasons, and uh, then the Ukrainian war happened, and so just. Yeah, Advance Wars has had a rough time, technically. It's but, uh, so I'm glad it's getting the support, and I think you guys definitely have convinced me to play it, because you compared it to Fire Emblem, and I'm like, uh, I love so Fire Emblem. You will, you will love this game. It, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. You you would really enjoy this game. I think it's going to be a handheld game for me. I think it's what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it's for me. It's You're just a handheld game. We need to stop releasing these games, because there keeps being massive wars every time they release them. I know. Seems, seems to be the case. I don't know what the, the deal is with Advance Wars, but yeah. So that's that's unbelievable you know yeah. like it's like one in a bazillion <laughs> do you want to shout out bead queen coming a member yo bead queen. bead queen let's go shout out, shout out. okay yeah, let's... sean how about you tell us about street fighter 6 thank you <laughs> street fighter 6 had the demo release it dropped after the showcase that they did and i i know sean you downloaded it max down I, I downloaded checked it out uh, i actually had a chance to play it a bit today um, so I don't want to talk a bit about this. This is like the world tour mode that they showed during that showcase presentation. And it was, uh, Yakuza light is how I kind of described it when I was looking at it. But what did you guys think about the, the custom character build and what appears to be like the first 15 or 20 minutes of world tour mode, if that. Oh, um, I thought it was fine. You know, um, it was just kind of whatever for me. I, I, I don't really care for, story modes and fighting games don't really interest me all that much like but i i dabbled in it it was fine i didn't like how it was 30 frames per second by default 
I thought that was really wonky because as I'm like fighting, I'm like, why does this? Yeah, what kind of fighting game has a performance? What is that? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like there shouldn't be like a quality and performance mode. I thought there was something wrong for a minute. I, no, I started I it up and it went to it. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Hold on. It's like you're underwater with that. Yeah. Um, Very weird. And I liked, you know, what I played. I don't know. I didn't play Street Fighter Five. I've never played Street Fighter Five because I just had a very bad impression from when it first mm. came out. I don't know when this modern control scheme came into oh play but it needs to fuck off because which, one, that, which that's, one's the control oh, are you talking like about the it. one where you can kind of pre-input things or yeah it's, the the, po- the yeah. one for that, when that, you're not when you're like a child like the, you, the toddler so, mode so the so the pseudo inputs that was street fighter 4 well so uh, what, what it does the modern input is instead of having high medium and low attack you have strong uh it's like strong attack fast attack and then special attacks you could just like have a hadoken button yeah no I, no I kinda, that that takes away from the game in my oh opinion. the hotkey button well they have yeah. the they have like That's the auto the combo okay. too so you yeah. hold down r2 and mm-hmm. you can just start hitting square or uh x and or cross and you'll just start comboing over and I mean, over and over i mean again. that's where that's where most fighting games are going because they can't keep casual crowds well like, i don't yeah. think i don't think that's exactly. gonna be how it is in arcade i don't think that's how it is in arcade mode i think that's specific to this mode <laughs> It like with your be. avatar and all well, of that so i don't in, i don't like it in this demo because i tested it in my video you can actually turn on modern control yeah. or arcade mode in the little thing but you cannot really juggle the auto combo is obviously not nearly as good as an actual player i turned on modern controls and turned them off i think modern controls are an interesting innovation but yeah i don't think no hardcore player even a yeah, casual it's player, just to bring the skill floor up that's all they're trying yeah. to do well, I think yeah that they're looking at it I think they're looking at the uh the adventure story mode as something that like a lot of casual players will gravitate towards whereas clearly the people who are going to be on the 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 circuit tours and all they're they're going to go right into online or arcade mode and just go all traditional and they'll pick their main character they've been using for decades now I I don't mind it because Street Fighter it almost feels like a reaction to Street Fighter 5 Sean you said you didn't play Street Fighter 5 when it first came out it was one of the most bare bones releases i think i've ever seen oh i know and that's saying something for a fighting game <laughs> no because i went to the skate shop and um to get a new board and my buddy mark was working and i was like what's up he was like you oh, play street mark. fighter 5 yet and i was like nah and he was like there's like nothing to it and he was telling me just how like it had like just a few characters and i was like they're gonna add more but i don't understand it and i was like that's stupid i'm not fucking buying that shit and i never <laughs> did <laughs> I think uh, I think OJ will remember this. They rushed it because the game had like a couple characters that were fully done and Evo was coming out in a couple months and they didn't want to have Street Fighter 4 again. So they just straight up very of their own admission rushed Street Fighter yeah. 5. But Street Fighter 5 got to be top tier. But yeah, it was definitely a they weird They had to build one. on it forever. Right. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it took a long yeah. time for Street Fighter 5 to be something. They improved they dramatically improved the netcode too by the end of it but it was rough for many years but this one seems to be a lot better like the net yeah, code no, seems yeah. better from the test this one seems to be more feature rich it seems to be more authentic street fighter 5 looked generic it, it, it but street fighter 6 looks so much better it looks like they actually spent their time on this one um so that's good that's good it's got cross play which is you need cross play in these days man like launching it only on playstation like that just kills the for a fighting game for like a fighting game that that just kills like the yeah, can kills it so it's good that it's it's cross play on pc and all that and other stuff the problem is if it works because i think 
5 was crossplay, but like every time you went up against someone on PlayStation, it like crashed half the time. It was weird. It, the, yeah, it, the crossplay wasn't great, but at least with this one, you have PS4, you have PS5, you have Xbox Series S and X and PC all at the same time, you know? So that's good. I it reminds me like I said of a, kind of a Yakuza like game. It's uh, it's definitely more adventure based. You have RPG elements to it. Your character's leveling up. You have stat points, all these different things happening. You're going around. You're learning from these different teachers that you're when you finish the demo, they're sending you off to go learn from Chun-Li and all of this. Uh, what what do you think, Max? I I liked that. I think because I, I have played quite a few fighting games, but always at like a pretty low skill level. I mean, I'll go and beat people at the arcade because they don't even know the damn buttons. But I think honestly. I, I, I'm going to sound crazy here. After playing that demo, I'm most excited for World Tour mode. I'm most excited to see, let's see, Capcom seems to make so much damn money now. Let's see what they're spending that budget mm. on. Let's see Guild Trees and Advanced. I think one of the funniest things is that you could just walk down the street and start a fight with anybody. You could just pick go a fight with anyone. I They were like, go see that shopkeeper. I walked up, I accidentally hit square, yes. and I immediately started fighting. I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> I'm supposed to buy a hot funny. You could like fight women in it. Yeah. There, well, I had Equal a opportunity, guy. man. That's a good. random business guy was walking along, and it's fight. like, it's like you gotta challenge that guy to a fight. So I go. challenged a random yeah. businessman, and he's just beating my ass in a suit. I'm like, "What's happening?" I love it. Are there any YouTubers for Sean in there? I can so. Well, you can make them. Probably you make them. You yeah. make your own character. Did I don't you know who I'd make. Maximilian, I'd dude, because you the, the hell out of character, The character creator is insane. So Maximilian, dude, made a character that had like eight foot giant arms and then the tiniest little skinny torso. So he just like a walking crane walked up and started fighting people. It's like, what the hell? The character creation is pretty good. I was a little surprised on that one too because it's done in the RE engine. So I was like, I don't know, know how this will go over, but it, yeah, this is fine. Uh, so you know, I I am looking forward more to Street Fighter Six now after that showcase with that new mode really. Uh, being shown off and getting a demo and I mean it's out there now for people to check out I did see uh, a super chat actually mentioned from Tjo that world tour it's just 30 fps full stop on the ps4 Jeez. so I mm. I think we're just to that the point sense. now where the cross-gen period's over <laughs> it's, it's, I know they're coming out for these older systems but just realize that they're, they're probably not optimizing or attempting 60 fps for a lot of these games going forward at all on older systems even fighting games probably is, as uh, someone with very little experience with Street Fighter, like I've played this, um, the one on the SNES, mm -hmm. but I think this one looks really, really cool. Which one? And there's three on yeah, there's three of them. Well, the, okay, the big one. Uh, two? Street Fighter 2. Okay, okay but they're, two. All, they're all technically two. two. Oh, gosh, yeah, oh, no. Street Fighter 2 Alpha. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. There's four of them, yeah, because you have Champion Edition and Street Fighter Alpha. Yeah, this is hard if you didn't grow up with it. I don't understand these. It was DLC before DLC. I was like, I was smack smack that. I'm like, why are there so many Street Fighter 2s? You know? Especially because they had the same characters. I remember looking at the box art and being like, I literally don't know. Well, I played one of them. Okay, Josie played one of the Street Fighters. Now she's looking at this one. You guys remember when it came out on Genesis? I was, I was like, why is it a championship? I, I, I'm playing oh, my yeah. mine's not championship, but this one's a championship. Why, why is it, that's not fair. And it had uh, it had hyper mode in it too. Dude, that yeah. was, honestly, that Gosh. was the first time I, I really uh, understood console wars because like I had the Super NES and they put Street Fighter 2 out for it and the Genesis didn't have it. And then when the Genesis got Champion Edition, I was like really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, that's console wars like 
history but, right there, but man. The, and then you played it, and then you're like, this is crap. There's only three buttons. There's only three buttons. You're pressing start and select to do like fierce and medium. Yeah, you had to get the different controller. You had to get the different controller, though. When I first played it, didn't have a six button. People I who bought the long when Genesis I went to play, early. They had the six button. Mm. The rich kids had the six buttons. No, yeah. I had the six button. <laughs> I, I had the three button. And I, I would play so many games on that. I tried. I tried uh, Mortal Kombat. I used to play Mortal Kombat all the time on Genesis with the three button. You had to hold start. You had to hold to start to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to start. It's terrible. Not bad. Uh, Josie was telling us about Street Fighter. Then all the, all the old people started talking about Street Fighter. So go go ahead, Josie. <laughs> Think Sorry. it looks really cool. Um, and. <laughs> If I get that PS5, I will for sure pick it up. There it is. Up. PS5. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I'm i looking forward to it more now. I'm not as into the fighting games going online and playing against a bunch of people for hours and hours, but I will uh, I will, I will, will play through the world tour mode and probably enjoy it. We'll see. We'll see. Evan, you have a Discord question over there. Your opinion on the best game based on an anime? Ooh. Mm. It's a difficult a one. Uh, Dragon Ball Kudokai Benchai Naruto <laughs> Two. I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. That's called Jump Force. Three. But I really <laughs> like. The, I really like the original Budokai. I don't know. That one was still really fun. Josie, I, you have the expansion pack Switch Online. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can Here. you can play uh, Street Fighter Two Special Champion oh, Edition. Gosh. He's picking fights. He's picking fights with people. Okay, I'll do it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, <sighs> I think definitely uh, unironically yeah Budokai Tenkaichi Dragon Ball Z I think yeah. it's the best but uh, sure. a one that nobody talks about it's actually one of the rarest PlayStation 4 games is the Berserk game Band of the Hawk and Ooh. it straight up follows the anime and you get to just play through all the famous scenes from the anime and it's actually really it's so like dead set based on it. it's actually cool so uh, the one anime game that I own is uh, Inuyasha, <laughs> Secret of the Cursed Mask for PS2. Um, it's basically a self-insert episode <laughs> of Inuyasha. And when I was 11, like that was the best fucking game ever. Hmm. So I'm just I'm just throwing that in there. That's you know it's pretty you guys, cool. You guys pretty awesome. Play, uh, play Jump Force. Oh, that's oh God. A, hey, that fighting game nominee award, of the year. Yeah. Fighting yeah. game nominee. I think Dragon Ball Fighters is probably the best one. Basically, okay. <laughs> I won't say this just because it'll it'll piss off OJ just a little bit. But right, Uzumaki Chronicle Naruto mm -hmm. games on the PlayStation. Uh, look, yeah, I know why you like him, Jordan. I'm okay. I know why you like him. Uzumaki I can see why you would like. They were they were underrated, and, yeah, okay. and that's it. And then all they started making was Ultimate Ninja games instead, and that was it. Mm. Well, the, the, Uzumaki, the Uzumaki Chronicles games sold really bad, and the Ultimate Ninja games sold good. So. All right, let's. I'm, uh, that, I'm just, that's what that's what happened. Let's let's go, <laughs> let's go over the the whole hi-fi rush situation. I saw Jeff grow up in the chat earlier. Uh -oh. Jeff, if you're if you're still there, you, you're feel free to to jump in. Evan can get you a, an invite if you want to come in for to this off topic. To kick Nate, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can kick Nate. That's fine. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, if you want to come in, Jeff, because we're about to discuss this, and uh, I, I I know you were uh, you were on Twitter trying to kind of explain what you what you meant exactly, and all we're about to do is try to figure out what you meant so <laughs> we'll uh we'll go through this now though because hi-fi rush and xbox it's it's been a rough it's been a rough couple weeks right i feel like we just talked about xbox like last week and the week before and how it's just been a rough week or two i really hope redfall gets like a 90 on metacritic all i see they is max's videos and my they damn selfie because all i do is just i just read the xbox news and it's always doom and gloom and people love it <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's see. Hi-Fi Rush. So this came up on this was on Jeff Grubb's Game Mess. 
where he discussed they were talking about Xbox and a lot of the a lot of the, the criticism around that that console right now and Microsoft. And he said, quote, based on what I've heard, it just straight up didn't make the money it needed to make. Got good reviews. The buzz was good. So where do you put the blame for something like that? This transcribed over on Insider Gaming. And he also went on to mention that Xbox or Microsoft is not happy with Xbox, the division, the brand, what have you there. But then we did have Aaron Greenberg who came out and actually refuted this, which you kind of expect because Aaron Greenberg is uh, the Xbox games marketing, but said Hi-Fi Rush was a breakout hit for us and our players and all key measurements, expectations. We couldn't be happier with what the team at Tango Gameworks delivered with this surprise release, that tweet amounting 1.4 million impressions, actually. So uh, immediately going back on or shooting back on, on what was said there, but People still kind of doubt that because, again, Aaron Greenberg is the marketing person at Xbox, so you'd expect him to. Aaron come, not, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't. He wouldn't say anything bad about about it necessarily. You, so. you know what the issue is, though, John, is because since mm-hmm. Microsoft is not transparent at all with with their sales numbers, obviously because Game Pass, right? They will tell us how many Game Pass subs they have, but we don't know. They will not tell us individual sales numbers of certain games. So because well, you don't get that, then. I mean, people might doubt some stuff. Why is anyone on Xbox like and I'm not even be, trying to be mean about this. And this is the only thing I'm going to say about it because I'm, I'm so tired of talking about it. But everyone thinks I'm an Xbox hater. But in tomorrow's video, you will see how many Xbox games I actually have as a Nintendo tuber. That's good. Uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> why? Why? Like, why would anyone buy Hi-Fi Rush on the Xbox if they have Game Pass? I feel like a vast majority of people who own an Xbox have Game Pass. That's the reason to own an Xbox. That's that's what they try to drive home. That's what they try to bring people in. I don't I don't understand why people think that they're still I'm not saying anyone on this panel thinks that, but I don't understand why people think that Xbox games still sell decently when they're put in on Game Pass on day one. Because nobody's going to buy them. Well, it's interesting because Microsoft themselves during the Activision Blizzard case, they they actually had a term that they called uh, Game Pass cannibalization. That's their actual term for it, which is that if they have a big budget game and it sells on other consoles, but they put it on Game Pass, like they'll get downloads. But I mean, the overall revenue is going to be so much lower. And it's I think it's starting to end up hurting them. I mean, the fact that there was no physical edition for Hi-Fi Rush, you can't you can get it on Steam and stuff. Hey, it's the grub. I don't know. There Hi-Fi is. Rush. It's weird because Hi-Fi Rush is so good. That's the weirdest part to me is that Hi-Fi Rush is so good, but it felt like the tiniest blip on the radar. And it, there's no sales data or anything. It was it was spur of the moment, Jeff. When I saw you in the chat, I wanted to give you a chance to come in. And, and, no, I appreciate and, that. Talk awesome. later or anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so, Je- what, what do we make of this? It, it got out of control. I, I saw oh, you were on top of Reddit. It was you damn liar! You're uh, phony! You're fraud! Right. The fraud is here! <laughs> I faked it all. I no, just I love that know. Kojima shit. That I was all I have just a, made I think up. I have an understanding though of 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 the what's going on here, Jeff. Why don't you why don't you uh, just go ahead and, and and explain what's what? Yeah, it was uh, it was weird because it was just a, a small part of a bigger conversation. We were trying to have a conversation about like, hey. Microsoft and revenue, do they still care about that when uh, they have Game Pass? And for for a long time, I was thinking that that probably doesn't matter as much as growing Game Pass. But in this last year, Phil Spencer is like, no, Game Pass is 15% of our business, and it's not going to be much bigger than that. So, well, in that case, revenue for selling games does still matter. That's that's weird. And then 
I, I was talking about in, you know, in, in larger aspects, like we could just look at Halo. I don't know from like insider knowledge about Halo not making money. We could just look at it and see they are laying people off uh, at 343. And we know just like anecdotally, no one's buying a lot of microtransactions in Halo Infinite. That game's not making the money it was supposed to make. And then I would point to another example that I have heard about, Hi-Fi Rush. And it was not that it was um, a failure or a flop. I never used those words. It is, mm-hmm. it costs, it costs this much to, to make. And the revenue it brought in is this much. It is, there is a discrepancy there. That's all I know. Whether or not that was uh, the key metrics that they were looking for, uh, honestly, probably not, right? Because they are, they've, they're, they're putting out, uh, there's, you know, I, I'm glad Aaron Greenberg came out and said what he said, because uh, it, Hi-Fi Rush never should have been getting, uh, become the punching bag that it became based on the, what I was saying. Mm. That was never the point. I, I, for sure, they're happy with the game. For sure, they're happy with Tango Gameworks. They, 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 Flushing your toilet, toilet? RGT? Yeah. Sorry. No, um, it's not me. It's Celia. Celia's flushing. No, the there's gardening outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have my window open and it's like tell him i said hello um but yeah it was it, it was it was just it was weird it shouldn't have became that punching bag and and you know they are investing more in tango gameworks they that's public they're doing a lot more with that studio uh so and and if it didn't perform in terms of revenue it's really hard to blame the game i i just would not do that they did something different with that game than they've done with other games they hmm. put it out as a, uh, a shadow drop there was no marketing campaign it was something new for the studio in general it just kind of came out of nowhere. So I, I bet its key met- metrics were very different than, ha- you know, your budget's this much and the revenue needs to match that. Well, no, it could do other things like just establish Tango Gameworks as this other kind of studio. And it definitely succeeded on all those terms. Sure, sure. Get get people excited looking back in the Xbox. There, there's kind of that, that thing that's not as tangible as like it's just a straight up revenue coming in that they can see value in as well. Right. And but like that was, we were just trying to have that conversation. It's like, you know, Microsoft Gaming probably doesn't need to make money, uh, and uh, Game Pass is is has to be slowing down because we can see Xbox sales are slowing down. And you know, yeah. Game Pass sells when you buy, when people buy Xboxes, they buy Game Pass alongside that. That's who's going to be doing that now because we're pretty much saturated. The people who have had Xboxes for a long time, got them at launch, or, or have been in the ecosystem for a very long time, they've made the decision about whether or not Game Pass is for them. The people they need to get now are the people coming to Xbox. Uh, you know, new, fresh to this generation, and though the Xbox hardware sales have, have slumped uh, in the last several months, so like I, I bet they have looked at the numbers and like, hey, Game Game Pass is not going to be like this disruptive thing to our business model. So, Halo needed to make money and it didn't, and all these other games should they be making money in ways that they're not? Um, I, I don't know. I think that's an open question, uh, but I think it's one that's probably putting a little bit of heat, a little bit of anxiety inside of Microsoft Gaming right now. So I have a question. The, uh, the the gist I'm getting from this is maybe they thought Game Pass was going to be an ultimate moneymaker, which I don't see how they ever would have thought that. But it seems like they put a lot of their eggs into the Game Pass basket, and then that's not quite working out the way they wanted it to in terms of revenue as far as that is concerned. Is that a fair assessment of what you're saying? I, I'll say that we, I don't know for sure, but looking at it from what, what, what I have heard and from the outside, I think that they weren't sure where the ceiling was for Game Pass. And I, uh, my hunch here is that they thought it was higher than where it's at right now. 
Uh, and I think that, you know, is this is this really the ceiling? You know, Starfield's coming, a bunch of other bigger games are going to be coming down the line. And if those are good, maybe that pushes things really fast for them. Mm. Uh, but as it stands right now, it, I'm sure it's like reaching a bit, a bit of a ceiling and that they have to be reckoning with that. And I, I think it is lower than what they were expecting it was. And so, uh, yeah, they need to, they're like, we have... This, these are our budgets. The, this, this is our revenue. There is a discrepancy. We got to figure something out there. And, you know, of course, the big thing is Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, those things are, are they generate cash. They make money. And so that's going to be a quick Band-Aid. But that's not, that's, I don't think that suddenly changes the conversation about what, what was happening under, you know, uh, uh, Matt Booty and, and, and other people like Phil Spencer. They're going to have to have hard conversations about Hey, what happened with 343? That can't happen again. Is it happening with other studios? We need to be maybe, uh, you know, not cracking the whips, but we got to really be a, a bit more serious about what these studios oh, are they doing. Definitely, and, yeah. They definitely have to reevaluate management and how they've been running things for a little while. I, I, I think it, everyone can kind of look at that and be like, yeah, it's kind of obvious. It really is Halo Infinite, really. That's the one where it's like, you look at that and they put out a game where the people in charge clearly didn't know how to make a game that would have enough of, of stuff to buy and have enough stuff to keep people invested. And so they really didn't know how to make a game that would make money long-term. And that was, that's inexcusable for that game. And I, I don't, that, that's really what we should be focusing on. Hi-Fi Rush should not be catching strays like that. I was just trying to add another example to that, but well, maybe, oh well, lesson so, learned. Well, just on that real quick, Grub, what do you think about the um, the shadow drop model on Game Pass? Like, what, do you think it's something that Microsoft should put back in its bag of tricks and never use again? Or do you think there are situations where they could potentially continue to provide shadow drops for specific titles, like double A titles, for example. I, I I hope I'll say I hope they don't put it back in the bag of tricks. I, I hope that it's something they wield again. Just uh, they have some data from this that I bet shows, hey, for this game, maybe that wasn't the right call. Although, I mean, again, I don't know what their key metrics are. It seems like they're happy with it. They are investing in Tango. Uh, and maybe they feel like the, the audience has been educated now. And next time around, they, they might be looking for a shadow drop and they'll be more ready to pounce on it, more willing to uh, come along with that, come along with us on that ride. I hope mm -hmm. that's the case. I, I, I would imagine, though, uh, right now, Microsoft probably feeling skittish about every decision they're making. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see another shadow drop of that scale anytime soon. Remember that show Tango of Love? On the <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, it was a guy. It was it was on one of the, the love shows and then he got his own spinoff show. You could be making that up, and I would what, not know. I'm not. Look it up. Tango of Love. I'm not going to Google it. I'm a, I'm a, becoming a little concerned about Redfall right now, Jeff. So that's that's everyone's looking towards Starfield. I'd like to see Arcane show up with a that high 80s kind yep, of game again and just kick the door and be like, yep, we're still Arcane. Here's here's probably what I would assume if they do that, it's their most successful title then just because it's on Game Pass. But I don't know. It's, it seems, it seems like there's a, just kind of a, a, a cloud following Microsoft around right now, especially over the last month. I agree. Yeah, it's it's uh, something that they are. It's, I mean, th that's what's increasing these anxieties, too, because it's like it is L after L. And it's uh, at a certain point, uh, something's going to break and people are going to I mean, we've already it's already begun happening. They did begin laying people off. They did begin uh, cleaning house of the executive leadership at three, four, three. That I think that's honestly just the start if things don't turn around very quickly. But again, that's me speculating about people losing mm. their jobs. And I, yeah. I hate doing that. And it always makes me feel weird. But uh you know, that's that feels like the reality. Okay. I think the weirdest part about all this is that as a person who's had an Xbox Series X from day one and has been watching this wave of L's, because uh, I made a video about about your comments, Jeff, and I, I definitely think the strangest part is just the fact that, man, it, it is weird that 
Game Pass does seem like it meant for people to stay, like with all these studios Microsoft has, I guess during Series X, I guess I thought that we would have a more steady upkeep of you want to keep Game Pass because there's third party games and indie games and first party stuff. And it feels weird that we're so deep into this. And I guess Redfall, I don't know. It, it feels like I wish we had more accurate sales numbers and not just news of these layoffs because it feels really weird that it's like, every game they act like is the biggest game ever oh here's forza our biggest game ever okay now here's halo our biggest game ever. i, don't know. I mean i forza rise of five i bet was a success because that was oh, the yeah. one that was like just sold a million copies so people could play it early and so that cost it like that was like higher cost version of that so i bet that game did mm. fine everything else i'm not so sure about mm, josie yeah. what do you think about matt booty from xbox I think it's Answer the question. <laughs> He's just like saying the name. You demand the booty. <laughs> uh, I just think it's a crazy stop. name. I don't have a lot of comments about this because I'm very not. What not do you a... think about Matt Booty, Josie? Answer the well, question. Okay. Well, no, that's important. actually a good question. Why don't you? You don't have Game Pass or anything. Why? You are. You are the. Yeah, you have an Xbox, right? I do. I have a the, series the game S. No, let her talk about Matt Booty. No, let her talk about Matt Booty. Oh, yeah, take her off track. Let her talk about Matt Booty. I have nothing to say nice. about that man. I don't, okay. I do not tell you. I don't know. What really do you think about his about name, Josie? I'll just I get straight. I think it's a wild name, and I feel like it's unfortunate for that man. What's, okay, what's, get a what's, lot of the, bullying. what's a wilder name for where they were? Is it Matt Booty or is it Doug Bowser? That one's just cool. Okay, why don't don't you have Game Pass? Why don't you have Game Pass? Um, There's just not a lot, like, there's not a lot of Xbox games that I'm interested in, I guess. And I don't feel like they're coming out with a lot constantly, where I feel like not getting Game Pass, I'm missing out on something. The Uh, third-party stuff doesn't interest you enough? Not really. I mean, I, I also have an Xbox very much as a side thing, so it's like my... If it doesn't come to the Switch, sometimes I'll get it on Xbox. Usually I don't really care. Um, Yeah, I've just, I guess it's just like hasn't really, they haven't put anything on there that is like, oh, perfect. I have to get this now. Okay. Okay. I'm kind of rooting for Starfield at this point. I'm I'm genuinely hoping that Starfield just is huge and giant and hyped and 95 on Metacritic because man does it feel like xbox needs a w so badly well actually joseph let me ask you this let's say there is a game that you look at and you go okay this okay i should play this on the xbox all right full price game we'll even say 70 bucks that's like what their brand new titles go for are you buying the game or are you signing up for game pass game pass being is it 10 or 15 that's one of the two 15. it's 10 for just the games 15 for ultimate with xbox live and all that stuff okay okay let's yeah. say it's, it's 20 like i'm gonna do 15 or i'm gonna do 70 like would you would you buy the game outright or would you just sign no, up i'd probably pass? just do it like like the 10 bucks and then finish it in that month or two months and then get rid of it again i mean i'm also in college so i just don't have like a bunch of money to just throw around right now Mm -hmm. so that's part of it as well time for the patreon let's go (laughs) they'll get people really mad at you yikes (laughs) uh okay well hey that that answers it, Jeff. Thank you. Free thank to you stick guys around, so or if you got to pop out, that's fine. No, I got to pop out. You guys have a good one, though. I really I have, appreciate I have, you. Jeff, I have one. Quick, I have no. one quick question before you go, real yeah. quick. Oh, please, hit um, me. Yeah. on a personal level, ha- how did you feel um, yesterday when all that was going down? Like, you know, were you like sick to your stomach? Do you feel bad? H- how do you feel like when you see fires literally just bl- um, burning around you, and you're on the top of Reddit, and 
you're getting a lot of criticism, obviously, from from people. Keep in mind, Emoji's banned from Reddit. Yeah, I'm banned. Yeah, by the piece way. of shit. Yeah. It. <laughs> I felt uh, terrible. Is the real answer. I just feel terrible because it's um, it was it's never the intention to sort of because uh, you uh, you do realize Tango Gameworks is still gonna they have to go into work the next day and they mm -hmm. have to. Uh, be excited about the thing they're working on, and suddenly some schmuck on some podcast is saying what about? Uh, and they're wait, Microsoft's not happy with us, which is you know I never said that, but that is those were the headlines, yep. and I'm like okay, and you know I'm responsible for what I say, and I am uh, responsible for what the, the, for the effects of that. Now I, I don't apologize for doing my job. It is my job, and I'm I feel strongly about that. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, mm -hmm. and especially in the face, like people are like, you don't say these things because it makes Microsoft look bad. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. But right. on the other side, like it does legitimately hurt people in some ways. And I, I'm, but I don't write for them. I don't work for them. And I have to keep that in mind. And that's what kind of keeps me like, okay, I got to still just kind of, what I know is the truth. I'm going to keep reporting as the truth, trying to uh, add some illumination to what is actually happening in the video game industry. And yeah, it, I come away from it a lot of times making my it, my tummy hurts. I'm like, oh, my mm -hmm. tummy hurts from this. This sucks because I know people are having real world effects from it. But yeah, and it's 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 weird. It's it's but it's the job, and I'm going to keep doing it. Good answer. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Have a good weekend, hey, everybody. Easy, hey, Grub. Bye. Bye, Grub. All right, there we go. Jeff Grub. Jeff Grub. What a nice guy. The key. You know, I am curious about this, Celia. Yes. <laughs> If, okay, so we're about the, we're going to talk about the indie world in, in a minute here, but we're oh, talking about boy. shadow drops and if uh, if that's the, a good strategy. If you could, as as someone who'd be working to promote and move a game, would would you yeah. rather shadow drop or would you rather build up for like seven or eight okay. months to, for a release? So with marketing in general, uh, there there's beats that you know you, you announce the game, um, it's coming soon, a release window, we're out now. Um, unless your game has a ton of first party support um or it's like a, a huge ip that has a cult-like following that people would kill for you never ever ever shadow drop okay. um a lot of sales like with indie or in general like with double a titles as well um if <laughs> yeah depending on your first party support and it, it doesn't mean just appearing in like a direct but like having so much eyeballs where it's not just mentioned out now in a direct, but it's also shown on uh, featured into the shop and, and like done with advertising everywhere. And there's like paid promotional advertisements for like ads online. Like unless you're getting that support, um, very, very bad idea. And if there's a case of that where you do get lucky, that is the exception. It's, it's, it's not the, the guarantee. Okay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move over to that indie world show. This was one of Sean's favorite things of the week. I have it on good authority here. Oh boy, can't wait. <laughs> Sean liked a lot of the the cat games. There was three of them. <laughs> he already yeah. he, he counted. He counted. You know, <laughs> we had the indie world presentation. It was a little over twenty minutes long. Over twenty minutes, and I, I have some questions about maybe the structure of it. But it was it was definitely an indie world show. I have all the games in front of me here. I can read through every single one of them. Celia, do you want to tell us about the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack DLC that's out spring 2023 first, though? Yeah, so it's going to be out late spring, um, coming soon because it is spring right now. Um, we'll have a release date for it coming soon. But, oh my gosh, like, 
more people first off need to play pocket dungeon it's such a fun game it has roguelike mechanics but it also has like match three kind of gameplay to it you can make tons of combos um you can like you know fight your favorite shovel knight characters and you can play as your favorite shovel knight characters but for the puzzlers pack we've expanded even more uh it's a free dlc because we keep on doing that we should charge for it there's so much content there like it's basically pocket dungeon 2 and it's the first of three like dlcs so there's there's more coming that way um also it's on sale on nintendo switch right now so it's 50 percent off so go buy it oh. before it comes out i'm, I'm literally buying it now yeah, like literally, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, like there's tons of new things in there. Um, there's this thing called Quandry Castle where you can do four different challenges per character. Um, there's secret bosses. We've added in a ton of like really fun content to it. So so go play it. It's amazing. Um, spread the good world of uh, like of Shovel Knight and all that fun stuff. So yeah, that's my spiel. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Is all the, the DLC free? All, all the DLC is free? That all the DLC is going to be free. Oh, uh, it's Yacht Club Games Logic. We do that every really, time. When's, when's Mina coming out? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I would love to know that as well. But I did play test a level on Friday because um, they watched me play. I played the uh, DDC. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. You liked it? Yay. Yeah, I um I played a level on Friday, a new one, and it was really, really fun. And I can't talk about it because it's a secret, but oh my gosh, I'm so excited for that game to you come out. You just talked about it. You just talked about it. But I didn't say just... what it was. And you know You just oh, said I'm, I'm calling. I'm telling. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Yacht. Let's, let's see. Uh, the any <laughs> world direct. Stop me if I run over one, Sean. That you're really excited for. Fuck I, off. <laughs> yeah, stopping that cat one for him. Now, if there if there is one that someone is really uh, that is interested in, wants to talk for a minute about, feel free to stop me. But uh, let's see. Minico's Night Market. My time at Sandrock. Played up quilts and cats of calico. Gonna pause for Sean. Sean's favorite. Okay, nothing there. Okay, right, well, Rift of the Necro Dancer. I, I do. I, I was interested in this one, Rift of the Necro Dancer. Uh, we've we've seen we've seen uh, Crypt Necro Dancer. We saw the the Zelda collaboration as well. They made three of these already. Yeah, we, yeah, we've had a couple. <laughs> uh, little to the left, cupboards and drawers DLC. The Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack DLC. Cult of the Lamb update. I still want to play that game. I haven't played it. I want to play Cult of the Lamb. I, it looks cool. It's, it's it's an odd game, I guess. I don't. It's an interesting take on kind of the village management. Oh. You, you end up sacrificing some of your villagers. No, normally, you can weird. combine at least the PC version with your stream. So I don't know. I mean, that might be something fun for you to do on stream, OJ. Yeah, yeah. You, like sacri you sacrifice people in chat, right? So it works. And they, I think they set stuff yeah. up too, as well. It's yeah. kind of cool. You can play that. You can play with your uh, like the the, the chat, chat and stuff as they okay, as they watch. Cool, it. it has cool. interaction. Um, I think it might be on PC, and you kind of tie it to like, is it Twitch? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was yeah. Twitch. I don't know if they got other things to work. Okay, I, you'd have to look into mm -hmm. it. Animal Well, this was the one where I think Donkey, I believe this is production, and he yeah. was in the back walking on like rocks in the water or something. <laughs> I like I, the I'm, art style. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious what the conversation was with Nintendo for that one, but there you go. That would be hilarious to hear. Does he talk like that to Nintendo too? Like in that voice that <laughs> he speaks? Like, oh, he game is like the best graphics. <laughs> like, he's actually like really nice in real life. Like, oh, I, I guess he's in PAX East and he's so sweet and quiet. You him and then you see that voice and you're like, what's, there's a, there's, okay. <laughs> Crime O'Clock. 
We have Tesla Grad 2 and Tesla Grad Remastered, Shadows Over Loathing. Blast Shadows Over Loathing. I want to talk about that one. Okay, Shadows Over Loathing. Okay, Shadows Over Loathing. More people need to buy it. I own it on Steam. It is amazing. It's out now. Um, it's made by the same creator of West of Loathing. And if anyone remembers the browser-based game Kingdom of Loathing, I used to play that in the early 2000s because I had dial-up internet. And it was the only thing I could play. Um, it's so much fun. It's like the humor's there. It's... It gets oddly demonic really quickly in the game. Um, if you like a lot of text-based reading RPGs, this is one with so stick figures. Fun. The stick figures in it. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. That's the the creator style. Um, I remember years ago I went to PAX and he was demoing West of Loathing, uh, the the creator of the game, and he looks exactly like you would imagine him to be the for the franchise. It's great. Go support him. <laughs> I only know about fear and loathing, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> well, Shadows Over Loathing is out now. That was a that was kind of like a shadow drop that they did. So that's released. So check that one out. Blasphemous Two, which I uh, I, I like. Game. I like Blasphemous. Yeah. Blasphemous was yeah. pretty good. So seeing Two good. with some new mechanics and stuff, I I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. I was pretty hyped. I downloaded yeah, okay. Blasphemous, the original one, because I didn't play it, and it was okay. pretty good. So it is good, it. right? Yeah, it's cool. Yep. So Blaster, that's out. Uh, Blasphemous 2 is out summer 2023. Oxen Free 2, which this had uh, some people pretty excited. We've already, seven, we already knew, we already knew about the game, right? I liked this the first one. Game. I loved the there first one. There it's it is. a great weird Ju story horror game. July 12th. Yeah, that looks good. You on that, Evan? I'll, I'm checking yeah. it out. I'm yeah, writing it down. That we're going to have Evan? a hmm? section for Evan on that weekend to tell us about Oxen Free 2. On Netflix. I am excited. Netflix. It yeah, this is no, not on Xbox. It's okay, that that was. <laughs> I, just said, I didn't say that. I just said Netflix. There, I didn't, I didn't mention that on Xbox. There was a viral tweet where it said like oh. it's on everything, and it says like PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, PC, uh, Netflix, Nintendo Switch, and then there's just a gap. It's like that's a no, conflict of interest for uh, Netflix. They own it, right? That's a of course. It, that's a conflict of interest. Of course, they're not going to put it on. It's weird right? because they Microsoft and Netflix work together. Microsoft does like their ad stuff. Not anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, that was another thing where it popped up. It's like, ah, oh, come on, Xbox can't get a can't catch a break. <laughs> uh, uh, Paper Trail. We have Little Kitty, Big City. Gonna pause for Sean. Okay. Wait, Sean. Okay, come on. Talk about Little <laughs> Big City, Little Kitty. I don't know. Um. So wasn't that game a a pixel art game before, and then they made it 3D? Because I I'm pretty sure I own that game. Nobody okay. knows. Nobody on this panel knows okay, the answer okay. to that. I'm sorry. Are you covering I Sean? I feel like you followed this thing. No. <laughs> um, but the, the pixel art one was really, really fun. So I'm excited to play it. You play as a little kitty and you're lost in a big city. Okay. Um, I was really? going to ask if like that was like what the game was about. Like That, that is. Um, again, okay. So if it's the game that I think it is, um, spoiler alert. So basically something sad <laughs> happens. You lose your mom um, and you need, a, you need to go find her. I like I like what uh, Turbo Waffle ninety nine says. <laughs> Big city little kitty sounds like a porno. Thank it you. Does. <laughs> hey, well, turning into the after show. Big city little go. kitty, definitely. Game well, just yeah. It's almost, it's almost ten. <laughs> chance uh, Chance of Sonar that's out in September. Brotato, twenty twenty three. Escape the Academy. Five Nights at Freddy's. Security Breach, and then. Bomb Rush Cyberphone. Oh, look, a all game that, that looks like a video game. That was <laughs> August 18th. That was all in the sizzle reel, by the way. That's the structure that was kind of weird to me because Bomb Rush, I thought would have been a cool one to have the date yeah. earlier in the show. Th but. That should have been 
that okay. the fact that cats and quilts <laughs> quilts and cats or whatever the fuck it's called yeah, get it right and, and the fact the fact that um fucking little to the left they they did a segment for that for dlc meaning that that's the second time i've seen that fucking game because the first time i saw it was in an indie world like i don't under i don't understand what sort of deals are being made with these companies where it's like okay you know you could be on two of these indie world presentations but bomb rush a game that people are actually going to be genuinely interested in a game that's actually going to sell really well you get regulated to a sizzle reel it's like i i get it these indie worlds have a structure but there have been really good indie world presentations where they've shown more like you know traditional video games you know shit like shredder's revenge shit like panzer dragoons shit like house of the dead it's like i don't understand like who is picking the games to go on this show it needs a better variety because there was some good stuff there and i feel like if you had bomb rush as like a big title instead of these other sort of opener weird niche titles and stuff and ending on a sizzle reel like that was kind of weird too i felt they're just trying to refocus on the cozy games you love so much but here's but here's my thing (laughs) It's 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 an indie world direct. What are we all expecting from these? These are indie games. Indie like, games. Like you're, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna see a bunch of weird. You expect House of the Dead, Ninja Turtles. Son, totally <laughs> when you mostly play, when you mostly play AAA and AA games, that's like the, I don't. I wouldn't really consider you seeking out a bunch of indie games, and you go and watch an indie world expecting something interesting. Yeah, you're gonna find like one or two things in a realm of like a hundred things. I, think, I, feel, I feel like there needs to be better variety and i'll always say that because they have done shows that have had better variety sure. that i felt I, that, that could most be a thing more people well. enjoyed more so than um the ones where it's not i've just think, never watched an indie world that's like man they didn't have anything for me. like it's like it's indie games it's like it's, i don't know it's it's I, it's a, you find stuff to support some things don't hit and yeah there's gonna be like 10 cat games that happens yeah well, i don't so, think i've ever watched an indie world that i felt was like oh my gosh it's amazing it's always just like there's some stuff here but i don't think i'd ever call any of them or like oh my gosh i'm blown away it's it's indie games these developers they're they're made like cool one or two people you know like it, it's just cool to like for those people to like it, it they're indie games you know so yeah, i'm never expecting much i'm not expecting like games like shredder's revenge like that's like that's like a license obviously it's it's a special type of game i'm not expecting that type of quality or that that type of game to show up or house of the dead which used to be a big game right house of the dead used to be a a big franchise or even like panzer dragoon panzer dragoon was like a big triple a game you know it's just they put it in the indie show and like that for that remake so i'm not i'm not expecting because it's an indie game that's the thing indie games are no that that, that's almost like going into the stigma that the indie games are still all these smaller weird niche productions when they're not we've seen it time and time again where indie games have grown it's not an indie game it's just a remake of a it's a remake of an old game it's 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 a remake of a major franchise that used to be that was that was their answer to final fantasy that was sega's supposed to be sega's answer to final fantasy Panzer Dragoon. Kind the Panzer of. Dragoon. No, the original yeah. Panzer Dragoon was not. The original Panzer Dragoon. Was, no, no, sorry. That franchise, that it, it evolved into that. Panzer well, Dragoon evolved into that. Like at the, the last Panzer Dragoon game, yeah, yeah, was the, the RPG. Yeah, was the RPG on there. So it evolved into that. So like it was a big franchise. It wasn't like a franchise that was a small indie thing. It wasn't a cheap franchise for Sega. It's just they remade the game, right? And yeah, you could put it in there because that's the scale of the game. Not at this point. It's not a big budget game anymore, but Panzer Dragoon wasn't a. It wasn't meant to be some type of small 
game, you know. Um, but I see what you're saying. That remake sucked, though. By the way, I, I was actually disappointed by that remake. I, I think, but I see, I see what Sean's saying. Like, I, I totally see what you're saying, though, bro. Like, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think until Hollow Knight Silk Song finally comes out, or at least gets revealed, and we get the release date, people just that's that's the expectation it seems for any of these indie shows. So I hope that game just comes out already because then it's so weird that the title is basically holding these shows hostage now. It it, it, it kind of is, isn't it? Every time an indie show gets announced, it's like oh, Hollow Knight well, Silk Song. Xbox announced it, remember and. <clears throat> They announced it in their next 12 months show and like oh we're, yeah we're fast never, approaching never the next well yeah end of the tw- that's 12 months oh why are you bashing months. xbox you're just bashing <laughs> xbox you can't even say fucking shit about shit anymore even if it's true because it's, it's yeah. bashing it's hating it's like no, it's factual you dumb fuck people i will make a video where i'm reading the news and someone will call me a liar and i'm like i'm literally just reading i don't know hey, maybe how maybe hollow Knight's a, uh, maybe that's a shadow drop there you go it could would be. work. Hollow Knight's like for, for Silk Song would work because it has that rabid fan base. Mm. Um, but in general, just to like kind of touch on things that people were talking about, um, I, I think that there needs to be like indie. I think is too broad of, and I think everyone would agree on that. It's too broad of a category because putting like a really like you know Nintendo being able to have an indie world showcase and showcase different games but also throwing like Shredder's Revenge in there or throwing in like Silk Song, but also comparing that also to like a one person, like tiny little team um, that's getting like an awesome spotlight and a lot of eyeballs on their game is, is really unfair. Uh, so maybe Nintendo should break it up and like have like their indie world, like, and then like the cozy showcase or like or separating it. So expectations aren't, oh, we didn't see Silk Song. This, this show sucks, even though there's a bunch of games that are appealing to certain. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Something, something Sean said a while ago that I very much agree with. He said this a couple indie directs is that I, I definitely think the problem is like, I wish they had more, like even in the pacing of it, I wish they'd break up different art styles and stuff. My problem is anytime I watch a lot of these indie directs is when you see like five pixel games with the same color palette in a row, they just mm. literally, my brain glazes over. And even if they're great games where it's like farming game, that's quirky farming game, that's quirky. It's like, I, please give me give me something that's more bright based now give me something that's like castle you know give me one that's like retro polygon no no cat do we have a farming do we have a farming cat game yet i think we need one it's coming like a farming cat battle royale that might be it right there mvg get on it it has to be a roguelike yeah there's no there's no cat cat farming games on the carbon engine oh Sorry. It could be the first. It could be the first. All right, all right. That's the indie world, though. It was uh, it was, hey, it was an indie world. There you go. Let me go over to some of the super chats here. Tjo says, "What's your most anticipated game of the year, and why is it Trails into River uh, Trail series?" What's my most? I, I mean, I think most people right now, because we're so close, is going to say Zelda. <laughs> uh, unless I, unless I'm off. Pick number four. Pick okay. See, there it is. I like it. I like it. See it stars. I'm, I'm Final oh, okay. Fantasy 16 by a long shot. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Zelda for me. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Khalil says, any recommendations on a Steam Deck case? I just use the one they sent me. The one they give you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good case. A suitcase? Go go to go get a suitcase. There's something you can go get at some of those stores that make them fit, right? Unless you bought one like used or something, you didn't get a case. But every Steam Deck should have its own case. 
Luna says, how many of you consider yourselves a Nintendo YouTuber? Let's see. We have Sean. 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 Fuck oh. off. <laughs> Only Sean. I don't think everybody else here does, is not a Nintendo YouTuber. Oh, you, you, of all yes. you of all. You of all. Evan. Fringe. Run for my fate, though. I already know I am. <laughs> I talk about Hey Arnold. <laughs> they have a Nintendo game, right? Just... <laughs> they have a Game Boy game, yeah. RGT, don't talk about Nintendo for two months. See what see what happens to your channel. True. <laughs> I talk about everything. I talk about what I want to talk about. Don't talk about Nintendo for two months. See what happens, bro. The algorithm is gonna boot you the hell out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I'd be fine. Right. TJ says uh, thirty FPS should not be a thing, even in quality mode for Street Fighter Six. Uh, that was a little jarring to see that game at 30 frames when you turned it on at first. I was a little confused. I almost reverted my pre-order when you guys were talking about that. <laughs> that was yeah, scary. That was weird. It was actually weird because it looked like the background. Some of the stadiums looked like they were running at like 45 frames a second, and then the characters were at 30 frames. So I was actually having like a weird, like it was tripping me out. The background would run at different frame rates. Yeah, I, yeah. I noticed that. Phoenix, uh, no mess here. Thanks, Phoenix. Prinny says, good guy, Jeff Grubb, driving the weekend news cycle for content creators and media outlets. That's right. Shout out to Jeff Grubb. TJ says, so who won the Street Fighter 2 match? We haven't played yet. Yeah, we haven't played yet. No, the Nintendo YouTuber challenged me to it. We do it on the after it. show. We're playing it on the Sega Genesis, though. So it's not, once again, it's not a Nintendo thing. It's a Sega Genesis thing. It was just strange how you challenged me to that immediately rather than Street Fighter 6, which is coming up. I mean, uh, we could is it wait. Because, is it potentially because Street Fighter 2 appeared on the Nintendo Switch randomly? Because it's easy to play it online with a friend. We're friends on that current platform. Friends. Are you? Yes. Okay. Pelia says, one of, the, one of these Zelda games I haven't played and finished, which should I play first? Two Oracle games, two DS games, or Minish Cap? Uh, oh. Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> no. How big are your, second, how big are your hands? <laughs> I like Oracle. The Oracle games are good, but I, I actually recently beat Minish Cap when it came to the Switch, and it's, man, that game is so absolutely mind-blowing. Right? I, I never finished Minish Cap, and yeah, when it came on Switch, I was like, I guess I'm playing now, and it's so fun. Like, it made me, like, after I beat it, it made me actually feel kind of sad, because I realized that we're probably not going to be getting, like, another 2D Zelda game. I thought that and was you, yeah, don't think you don't think they'll try remaking an Oracle of Ages Seasons or even Minish Cap? They you will, know? but it'll be 3D style. Mm. It, it's not going to be that 2D magic. And I don't, I don't know, there's just something really special about a top-down like 2D Zelda game. I feel like they yeah. could hand it off to a company that's been doing really well with pixel art. Like Some of the indie companies have been blowing me away with how incredible the animations are at that tier, mm -hmm. so I don't see why they couldn't just do that. I, I almost feel like though, that game can't be remade. I just feel like it's it's already so good and it's aged so well. It feels so modern. I kind of just feel like, I mean, playing mm. on Switch is pretty much as good as that hey. game can be. Yeah, you, get, you, you could say you, the same thing about Resident Evil 4. Cap, Capcom's ready to take another shot yeah. at it, okay? They got that, mean, that RE engine upgraded. Let's go, Minish Cap. I'm playing, I just, I'm playing the vanilla version of Resident Evil 4 once again mm. with my infinite rocket launcher, just having fun. Yeah, yeah moving shoot sure. Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> Not Spear Tracks? Listen, I'm a classy man. It's Phantom Hourglass, okay? Spear Tracks is, is fine, but if you want to show some class, you play Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass is it's actually good. I know I rag on it a lot, but it's actually good. 
Yeah, I, I, damn I right it is. Love it. I, I, I don't know why the Phantom Hourglass hate. I love it, but I do. I'll be. My, I, I, I don't know my hands. Three years <laughs> of me saying this to get back up on it, but here we go. I found oh, my hands. Are, the, my hands are too big for the damn little DS screen. Play it on the Wii U. Like a skill issue to me. Well, why, aren't, why aren't you playing it on the Wii U with the gamepad, OJ? Come on. Wait, can you play on the Wii U with the gamepad? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I never bought it. No, no not anymore. Nintendo. Fake Nintendo YouTuber. Oh, come on, Jordan. Uh, hey, what are you gonna do about it? Come on now. Yeah, I'm not the one who shut the servers down. Okay. That's true. I mean, Med- is, I mean, I have the Med- game. I can play it on my DS. We don't need servers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Meds, you don't need servers. <laughs> now we're going. Metro says, does Game Pass model really benefit third parties and Microsoft? Maybe return to funding and publishing like on 360 and please bring back Halo spinoffs like ODST. I wouldn't mind a Halo spinoff and hand that to uh, one of the studios that they have acquired. Or I know I people know. will hate me for this, though, but I wouldn't mind them returning back to the 360 model. Like if they wanted to kind of go back to that. I know people love Game Pass and all that, but I don't know. That's just... No you, I mean, can't, no, you can't go back now. You, you've gone yep. too far. You're, yeah, you're, I know they went too far, but I'm just saying if they sure. did, let's just say the next gen, they said, hey, look, we're going to clean break. Like, we're going to go back to making. Like, <laughs> Ain't big, no one buying that shit. <laughs> big, big game. I mean, if they had, but if they had big games like they had with the 360 era, like if they had those big deals like they had hmm. and people would buy it. I still don't think so. No. Yeah, I, I, no, I no, no, would no. buy it. See, no. my thing is that I agree with you. I in my video yesterday that the okay. talking about it, I basically said that if they want to be financially profitable, maybe they need to do like a thirty day. You get game pet. Well, if they're if they're funding projects, go go buy Final Fantasy you, Seventeen. The problem, right? the reason why people wouldn't buy it is because they would not trust Microsoft <laughs> after <laughs> some of the offerings that they did on the Xbox One and thus far on the system. There's there's no reason to believe right now that if they got rid of the game pass model that you would be getting a high quality game no no i'm not saying that they they do it right now what i'm saying is like in the few like next gen they'd like, have to, are they, they have to prove it are they stuck with game pass forever so they can I, never yes. break off from game pass well, they, no it, it's the type of thing if, if you're getting free meals from waffle house for 10 years and then they're yeah. suddenly like hey you're only living for five you. of those you're gonna yeah, okay yes and you managed to live all 10 years for that garbage food and I yeah. used to work there, well, so I can say that. Good. But man, my thing is that imagine if suddenly they start charging you, you're not going to go to Waffle House anymore. You're going to go to fucking. But I what know. if they? But what if they told you like, hey, we're charging you, but the quality gets better, the consistency's better, no, and thanks. there's good. No, look, you know? after, after eating ten years of bullshit, no, I'm not going to uh, like my free garbage. I'll take it. But, but they I'm actually like, have the games to show you. Like the 360, they had the games ready. Like the games were there. They were ready to go. So I, I'm saying. In the perfect world, they go back to that. Like people wouldn't buy that if it was no, like the 360. The, the no. biggest, the biggest <laughs> problem for better or worse is that we've talked about this on this very episode. But the fact that they have now coupled Game Pass with Xbox. So if suddenly you start to try and take away Game Pass, and be like, there's just Xbox. I feel like it's just going to. They, they'd have to do something drastic, which that's probably what, means they'd have to make Call of Duty exclusive. Yeah, that's what like. If Call they'd of have Duty to do something crazy. Yeah, they'd have to be something like crazy. Overwatch like exclusive. Yeah. Warcraft Two only on. Yeah, yeah. all the fears are coming. Announce true. all yeah, the games exactly. are fifty dollars. I, I think that's the direction they go with all of a sudden. Like, Diablo nope. exclusive, so, all that crap would have to know. be exclusive, right? That's what they did in the three hundred and sixty era. They yeah. were just. Hella yeah. exclusives or timed exclusives. They were buying Japanese stuff all over the place. They were like going in and it, I mean, it worked, I guess, for a bit. Also, games didn't take 10 years to make. That's, you're, you're right about it. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. had like four Gears of War games yeah. consistently. Three Uncharted in a row yeah, from like. like it yeah. was just a good generation of like constant sequels stuff. coming out and constant game to you it wouldn't be like, oh, we took 10 years to, to yeah. master this game. Like, Absolutely right about that. We have to. 
I want more time put in the game. I want the best quality game out there. But like, we have to figure out something with these dev cycles. Like this, it's... Thomas. So I, Tom, yeah. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, Celia. Okay. What? Okay. So this is gonna sound probably overdone. But what exclusives are on Xbox? So I don't. I don't own an mm. Xbox. I have a PS Five. I have a Switch. But don't you? I. They, does they does like, Yacht Club Games not do anything with Xbox? Uh, we do things sometimes with Xbox. Um, the last thing that we had on there was Cyber Shadow. So it's been a couple mm. of years. So I haven't been paying attention too much to the Xbox. For the how, how, are the, how are the sales of Cyber Shadow on Xbox comparative to other platforms? Mm, 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 mm. Um, well, Cyber Shadow was released on Game Pass day one. Ah. So um, a lot of people played the game. I'm not sure what information I'm allowed to reveal on it, yeah. but a lot of people yeah, played it anything. and we got a lot just, of downloads. I just, I just so couldn't tell by your voice. Numbers. The only major Xbox Series X games we've gotten in the last two years are like uh, Flight Simulator, which yeah, Forza. Forza. I don't consider a game. Forza. Grounded. Uh, we got Halo Infinite. Grounded. Intimate. Intimate. Like we have games, but I feel that's like none of them are like era. like nothing is as big as God of War Ragnarok. Or, <laughs> Damn, you know, that's not or the 360 era. Yeah, which one, which one of those are they tattooing in their arm to roll their sleeve up for? Yeah, right. Damn, like, that's not the simulator. Maybe let's go. I'm getting that simulator. Yo, like it's got like, a little sense now. Like, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, Star Ocean. It was just like one Eternal Sonata, one after the Tales of Vesperia. Like I can just go on and on about three sec what they did to just try to like force their way into the market. Like crazy stuff, man. I don't know. I'll have to do work, but I, I see what you guys are saying. No, I, I they, what you guys are saying. They need to bring back rare, like Banjo Kazooie. No, rare. rare. No, like, you can't. It's no, they need dead. to. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. It's I would dead. buy an Xbox for a Game Pass well, if they did yeah. that. Oh, there rare, it is. Okay. Rare, rare is not rare as they were. And I don't think I know. Ever going Get to the be. gang back together. They're like, what, 60? They can no, still do it. They have hands. <laughs> a lot of them are turning into the Amico. You get all the guys back from the heyday of shiny entertainment with Earthworm Jim. Cool but, spot, and then how did that work out? It didn't. Well, don't give them Twitter this time, okay? And like, no one will know. <laughs> Tommy Tallarico lied about that. He didn't even really get everybody back together. Dude's a no. liar. It was the whole thing was like, hey, why don't you guys come over? We'll hang out. It'll be like old times. And he's like, all right, we're gonna go on camera here. We're gonna talk about how we're doing Earthworm Jim Four. It's like, what the fuck? The uh, oh, I think somebody I can't remember if this is a leak or a report, but apparently Sea of Thieves made like way more money for Rare than banjo kazooie or anything so i think in a weird way as much as i would love to see them go back i just have a feeling oh it's definitely the most successful game they've ever made they're stuck they're stuck now they're the pirate people well, i mean I, I i heard that you know banjo kazooie's coming Sunday. yeah some that means you got banned yeah. from reddit to bring us the info maybe <laughs> wait really like i don't pay attention to leaks but really is it because that's he's amazing just, he's just you're lying like, to it's me it's like saying oh there's no, gonna gonna be a new mario <laughs> oh holy shit a new mario I'm like yeah they probably are working on uh no rare is rare is working on everwild right now which they don't even oh, know yeah. what it is they yeah, presented they it, but apparently they presented it before the concept was formed. So. Insane. They I'm not really sure why. But... It would be really cool if we actually picked a genre for this, guys. Let, let, that'd be really cool if we. Uh, yeah, they admitted that, that in an interview afterwards, which was a yeah. weird. First off, that was a weird thing to admit. Second off, that was a weird thing to do in the first place was to, to show the game. But they're working on it. They they are working on it. I feel so like it's a little bit like. I feel like it's like one of those thrill-seeking things. It's just be like, we don't even know. Yeah, Let's see think, this. I kind of think <laughs> Xbox was at the point where they were just like, look, just start showing stuff, please. Yep. We need to. We need to. Uh, the thrill-seeking of it, like they're like, hey, you don't be wild. Yeah, like set set the bar for something you don't even. 
even know you have and just be like, let's see what happens. I don't it's like, like skydiving or something. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you know the parachutes in there? No. Oh, well. What a run. <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay. Let's. <laughs> this is from. Oh, here's from. Uh, Sobo says, "Did you guys see Zimbley Chronicles 3's final DLC trailer? I think OJ may have. He may have. He may have watched it once. I, yeah, I watched it, analyzed it, watched the million says, other people analyze it. He said, "How much? Oh, how much worse do you think it's going to be compared to Zimbley Chronicles 2? Considering uh, that's the best Xenoblade. First of all, that's not the best. <laughs> yeah, clearly one. not. The first one is the best one. Operation Rainfall literally got us one third, of the best games. Third one's the best one, thing. but first <laughs> right. one, first one's very good. First one's first one's very good. Uh, everybody has their opinions, but yes, future future redeemed is the finale. It's great because it shows you know what happened to Shulk and what happened to Rex and what happened to and the kids. Fight and stuff no they fight somebody else no they fight together i saw the trailer yeah they fight together yes they're all on the same team they fight together but no, also no, they they're... fight each other so they, they they appear in front of each other they each oh have their God. swords and and shulk has the monado and then they're like who are you're not going to get past me and they fight let's touch tits no, they don't fight each other they're fighting no, they somebody fight. else oh, have you played it i've seen it but you're you misrepresenting the, the product mm -hmm. sir no see i have a friend <laughs> is, my uncle is working on the game is this the, they fight each other is this the big climactic dlc for the entire series this, right here this, this is, is it it, it okay. is the end of the trilogy you feel like it that means that end. okay monolith on to something else then all right monolith's been doing something i'm, else. I'm they, ready for that i want to see they, what else they got i'm curious it's probably going to be the next switch though i don't think it's going to be the current. Uh, hey that's even better i'm curious what yeah, they can do with that armor Cool. But this, this is this is it. But it's good. It's going to be really good. You got you know Pyra's child in the in the game. You got Shulk's child in the game as well. So it's got a whole family tree. It's got a whole big family tree all fighting together. So it's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. What another? They're just fighting each other. <laughs> no, fighting together. I, this is fighting a good. Friends. This is a good uh, super chat here. They'll transition us over to uh, the next game. Which uh, Max, I think you can you can fill us in on. For this marcel says so burning shores dlc got released and this dlc show next gen graphics i also expected fights like against horus to belong in a main game not dlc thoughts okay um, so burning shores it did come out it's 20 dollars dlc it's for forbidden west it is exclusive to the ps5 and after playing it for a couple hours i understand why it's exclusive to the ps5 i don't this is a game where I, you do start to kind of see the the next gen promise i guess for it because it's I would be curious to see if this could even run on the PS4 at any any kind of frame rate because it I, I thought I was off. I was like, does this just look better now for some reason? I don't get it. And I went back and looked at some footage I had from the original one, and it, it's more impressive in this area that they basically teleport you to, um, which is a lot of there's a lot of water. It's definitely aqua themed for most of it. But what did you what did you think of the DLC, Max? I absolutely freaking loved it. Um, I did a review of it, which blew up more than I thought it was going to. But man, it, it's the new area is L.A. And of course, it's like based on a bunch of real landmarks. So there's a destroyed Hollywood sign and the Los Angeles Observatory and stuff with the typical overgrowth. But man, it, it's crazy how much that game can still feel fresh and new. They give you new weapons. There's new enemies and stuff. Uh but the craziest thing is that the whole DLC, you have this NPC partner named Seika, who's super well-written, and y'all do puzzles together, you fight together. There's been all those leaks from last year that uh, Horizon 3 is going to be co-op. I definitely think it's going to be co-op, and now that I've seen it, oh, I, I Now that you mentioned that, that makes sense, actually, for a lot of the a lot of the quests and puzzles you're doing. Yeah, that's a good point, because you're, you're already basically doing stuff with the CPU uh the person that the partner is going along with you where you're like okay now help me up on my side i'm gonna help you up over here 
Okay, I see what you're saying. That what well, we also have the multiplayer game coming. Yeah, like the, the multiplayer. The, their weird monster hunter thing. You could definitely see the the bricks that they're trying to build, but I, I have to say, visually, writing wise, I, I like it. As weird as it is, I like Aloy. I like Aloy's story. I like Seika more. Uh, the new character I think is really well written. She's also sort of an outcast from her tribe and this new location that's so far away, kind of adapting to the the aqua environment. I don't know. I'm impressed. I hope definitely they do it's that a, more. Oh, there no, is I, like with I, the the cult, like the like with the the party stuff, like in the third one. If you can have like a team of three or four, I think that would breathe so much like new life into that franchise. Because not everybody loves Aloy, mm-hmm. you know, her personality and stuff. So if you had like a party of three or four, I, I think that would be super dope. I I haven't uh, gotten to the end of it, but there people are just posting stuff on Twitter of like the the big boss and, and I, I saw a video of it i'm like okay that looks absolutely ridiculous that's the mm-hmm. i assume the big like aha moment for people with next gen is is that moment specifically it, it's but, it's insane i, yeah, I will say yeah. it's, it's weird to play the parts where you and Seika are fighting together because it almost makes me think the game the, obviously the game must have been designed that way because there's weird times where the enemies are like getting pulled to her more because she's attacking and you're dragging them back and forth. The combat makes way more sense with two combatants on the field. It's making me think like, oh yeah, it's a weird thing where the DLC kind of completes it. And I've seen some people sort of complaining about that. The two major complaints I've seen people say is there's not enough side quests. It is weird. This DLC is $20 and a lot of it is kind of just the five hours of main story and a couple side activities and then you leave. And the other thing I have some, seen some people saying is that, uh, I don't know, it's that it, as graphical as it is, that is a pretty high price tag. Mm-hmm. I, they'll, do, they'll do a complete edition, I'm sure, at some point. You know, they'll release it again and they'll continue that on. But oh, I, I, Plus. I mean, I liked the Ghost Tsushima DLC. I'm liking this DLC. So I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's, it's been all right for the price that I paid for it so far. But I also have to get to the end of it and see how much time spent in it. And if, if the ending is as good as people are saying online right now with it. So, um, but I, I like it so far. Uh, I think I'm like three or two, two and a half hours played in the DLC specifically. I just spend an hour and a half just playing Horizon Forbidden West, the right, just to get used to it again. That the mm-hmm. controls are not as, pick up and play intuitive as i'd like them to be i guess is that's always been my issue with horizon in general is they they try to do a lot of stuff in that game like just a lot yeah uh, and and sometimes it can be to its detriment especially if you're away from it for a long time but i started to get used to it again and it's it's been clicking right. a bit more before the dlc came out i spent today just practicing it because yeah it took a yeah. the fact that you have all your quick equip weapons and i had to go through my own talent tree and figure out like how what was i trying to do with my character dude the nice thing about the dlc is they understand you've beaten the game so when you go when you go to the dlc immediately the like one of the first uh, like uh robots i come across is a tide ripper just in like this this area where i guess it was a lake and it was drained or it was up on the beach and it's just this massive thing there. So that was that was kind of neat because that's something you wouldn't get to until later on in the game. And there was an early quest where you have to dive in. There's a lot of diving in the water. So I understand why they added in that accessibility around uh, people's fears of going deep into the water where mm-hmm. it's darker. Because there is one early on where I was like, oh, OK, this is, this does feel kind of kind of concerning. Like cause you have to dive down and there's, we'll say, a large monster in the you water. can't fight. There's a bunch you of can't fight, in the water. and it's can't a little like okay. This is, oh my god! Yeah, this is this is a little okay. I I kind of see why that's in there now, but uh, I I like what I've seen so far, and I'll continue to play it. I'll finish it up this week, but good stuff there. And yeah, this I think is 
this is up there for visuals the best visuals i've seen on, on a on a console so far at all so this is even in performance mode running at 60 it's pretty good it's insane i only kept it on the 60 frames the second mode it's crazy i didn't have a single frame drop i mean it's just it's so buttery smooth it's so gorgeous the new environments and stuff solid 60 the whole time which it's weird that we're not that not a lot of games are doing that Evan, we have Discord question over there. We kind of touched on this back with uh, Jeff Grubb, but maybe we can fill in any like little mini blanks. How do you think the move away from box products towards services, subscriptions, and streaming has affected the entertainment industry at large? Vinci mm. Sales had a viral tweet this week that I, I mentioned in a video that I thought was interesting, which is that it feels like I wish Fringe would come back for this, but Hollywood tried to go deep into streaming services and the music industry tried to go deep into streaming services. And they saw like the pay to artists go off a freaking cliff. And I'm kind of curious if we're going to start to see that here in the next two years or something real short, I'm kind of curious is PlayStation. Now, how much is PlayStation plus premium really making Sony? How much is game pass actually giving to these developers? I don't know. It seems like the experiment is, uh, is not really going good to any part of the industry. Hmm. Well, I can tell you this, there, there are games that just aren't even coming to, to physical box sales anymore. Like Ghostwire Tokyo on the Xbox, they didn't even put that out in stores. Hi-Fi Rush, nothing for that, which is, I actually would have been, I would have been interested in buying a physical copy of Hi-Fi Rush. I would have bought a physical copy of Hi-Fi Rush. I, I, I really want one, you know? So, I would like oh. to see them do that, but odds are they're going to, they're going to release it and it'll be a code in a box and I'll be like, all right, fine. But you know what's interesting is we're already seeing games be too large for the disc. And the disc mm -hmm. holds 100 gigabytes. Jedi Survivor out next week, you 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 have to download part of the game. Like, even though it's because the game is 150 gigabytes. So it, it is getting to that point where people where even they're like, well, what's what's the point? Let's make them download. <laughs> so what, once you move yeah. away from box copies, it's it's over. That's a wrap. I saw that general though like releasing physical for games unless you're like a huge AAA company that has like tons of capital to afford that is so expensive especially with a simul launch and getting into big box stores but not being like a like a small-time release um especially also with the pandemic i know that like you know supply chain has always been holding on with a thread but like especially now that the resources mm. are limited um but I actually really think the the point that you hit on that games are getting too big to fit on the discs or cartridges um, moving forward to a next generation, unless they come up with a new type of strategy or medium to publish games on, I don't think we're going to end up keeping in a full physical release without yep. digital. Yeah, because we see it with this 100 gigabyte disc for the PlayStation and Xbox. And even on, like Nintendo's been dealing with it for a long time, their cartridge and I mean, we go to the next system. I assume if they stick with cartridges, the games aren't getting smaller. They're just going to get bigger. So yeah. I, I'll be curious to see how they deal with that as well. Because they Tears of the Kingdom is 70. And a lot of people are speculating it's because the game's not going to fit on a 16 gigabyte cartridge. So yeah. it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how that how that unfolds. But are we going to get to a point where there's 200 gigabyte games, 250 gigabyte games? Probably like Probably. now, right? Yep. Are we already there? I mean, like out of that right away, version 1.0, it's 200 gigabytes. That's going to probably Jedi survivors. Everyone's like, I'm confused. I'm like, why is this thing 150 gigabytes? I 
maybe the game's really that's that big the, uh, maybe it's a lot nuts. of uncompressed audio i don't know yeah well, <laughs> seems like there's a lot I, of dialogue in that game maybe i can see that yeah i i guess i'm i'm i feel bad because occasionally i'll talk to people that live in like the swamps of louisiana or whatever and and they don't have the best internet they have like one up one down they're not really dealing with a lot and it's Damn. enough for them to watch youtube videos and download little updates but if it's what? like hey here's your 160 <laughs> gig download it's like okay well then you're going to start that download and play it in two days well, there, there's also okay, places zero there's also places <laughs> no, in the world I, when i when i was living on that farm for a bit uh last year i had to get an office in town i had to drive 30 minutes into town and i'd work on videos for a couple hours and then i would come back home and actually play games and go back and forth there, there's also the places I, that have really low data uh, cap that just mm, yeah oh. mm. you have another good silly oh no that that really explains why like the retro gaming community is like really huge in like yeah. a lot of like rural areas um I, I used to work for a company called hyperkin they make a lot of retro stuff and a lot of like the bread and butter like the business would be from like rural areas that just want to play their old games and that does explain it because yeah i didn't think about internet that they can't download it so it's unplayable yeah, old days just popping the cartridge or disc in and it just worked. Yeah, John, and I, yeah. John and I used to have people come to our store internet. with their consoles to get the updates because they, they had to get the update. The Xbox One needed an update out of the box or it didn't function. Yep. Do you think your store would end up on um like a Reutech USA's? No, we, we didn't we didn't ship stuff. They have to come to yeah, our store. Now it's Lukey <laughs> Games, so I feel like they're just running through retro game store shops yeah. you think he's just looking for him now at this point he's just we didn't we didn't um we didn't ship stuff out though they'd have to actually show up in person we'd recognize him <laughs> we'd see him coming walks in with a big fake mask hello it is me <laughs> richard um not review tech i've never ordered anything for lukey games so i don't know i think i did wait i have a day i've okay. had a good experience with them i've never even yeah. heard of them okay there you go what was the digital question <laughs> it's is about the, subscriptions yeah no. that is the entertainment business uh moving away from uh, is is this going to harm the industry how is the industry dealing with this big push towards subscription services i think well yeah. i mean i mean even like like blu-rays are starting to become popular again like there, there, there is an uptick there is an uptick with with physical media that way which is nice to see uh, and some some of the bigger companies you know are are helping you know put out more stuff for for people that way which is which is nice on both ends but in terms of anything digital um while there is a giant convenience level and it's nice to load up a netflix or a game pass and be like okay you know i pay this one price and it's convenient and, it, and it's to your budget there's also a cheapening effect uh to things because things matter less to you you know so it's easy it's it's disposable at that point oh, i don't like this movie i could stop 20 minutes in you know, I, I don't like this game. I could just delete it, and download another one. It makes it, it devalues entertainment because you just lose that. There's a difference if, okay, I paid five bucks to see this specifically versus, oh, I paid 10 bucks and I get car blanche to all this. And so it doesn't matter. You have a personal different attachment to it. I'd feel more, if I paid 70 bucks for a game, you damn sure I'm going to try and get 70 bucks worth out of that game. It's okay. I, I paid for this. I want to play it. I want to have a good time. Or even if I'm not liking it, you, you try to justify some reason of, okay, I paid 70 for this. I got to find something. But if I just download a game off Game Pass, you know, five minutes in, if I if it doesn't click for me, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. No, there's no attachment. It's not that it's a good or bad thing. It just, that's how general, like, you can kind of feel with stuff like that. I hope the push towards physical medium keeps on going, like not just like with video games, but like 
CDs as well. I was so mad when my card didn't have a CD player. (laughs) For right right now, it's a vinyl. Vinyl sales spiked pretty heavily the past couple of years. That's just weird hipster bullshit. It sounds better. Doesn't you fucking idiot? It can if it's (laughs) pressed right, but not always. What is Sean talking about? What is he upset? I don't don't know. Vinyl people. I'm not sure if it's real. Maybe maybe y'all have heard this, but I heard the last fiscal year, physical media, uh, physical game media outsold digital again. I don't know how true that is, but Mm. I saw people talking about it on Twitter. Have to look on that. Uh, But yeah, Jordan, that's my name. What game you looking forward to next? I guess well next is Star Wars. There it is. Okay, um, so guess what? You yeah, are 150 gone. gigs. I 150 heard. gigs. Guess what? Guess what? You buying it physically? I would like to buy it physically, but I know it's it's not all on the disc. The entire game is not on that disc. I How much is on the disc? Happens. Uh they're probably, probably like gonna give you 71 <laughs> megabytes, enough for a launcher. What was <laughs> the last game that just did that? That was a big Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. I mean, Wait, I so get it, but it's, it's gonna so do that dumb. again? I don't. I have no idea. I mean, maybe it oh. installs eighty, and they're like, "Oh, you got to download the next 70. I'm not sure. I mean, hey, I'll find out. There you go. I'll yeah, find we'll, out. We'll, we'll find out here. Let's I was gonna just like. get the physical through Amazon, but they're like, "Ah, oh, we'll get it to you five days after the release." How's that sound? It's like not if I'm pre-ordering it. <laughs> That's not how that works. If I pre-order it. It better be there day one. So I'm gonna go out and try and find it because I don't want to just get it. This from this from Zub says, "Always nice to see some gender diversity pod- on the podcast." Uh, Jenna says it's. Funny people complain about $70 games, but don't realize back in the SNES games, you had to pay more than 70 for each update. Street Fighter 2 days. Uh, yeah, Capcom's been pulling this for a long time. People don't realize not, that. Not, you can even go further back than that, like uh, Fantasy Star. Back in the day, there was, I think one of them was like, uh, was like 90 bucks. I think Fantasy Star 2 or something like that because it was like on this massive mm-hmm. cartridge like yeah, back in the day. So that was because of cart that was a necessity. Yeah, we got, we got, the, we got the, yeah, hard the cartridge the, size. Yeah, yeah. Just the, ex- the expensive nature of the game, how big the game was. So I'm just I'm just saying like there was times where it was like there's some crazy price. I think Chrono Trigger was like Chrono 70 Trigger. bucks. Chrono yeah, was 85 and mm-hmm. some screenshots I've seen. How much was Earthbound? Was Earthbound more than usual? Earthbound the big box set and everything. Yeah. I think that was a, I feel like that was borderline 100 bucks yeah. yeah i know earthbound was more expensive so this, this but, is from this is from butt who says i unsubscribed from rgt and my life has improved dramatically in the last five minutes i hope all your appliances stop working <laughs> Wait, all of them all of them wow. what about my pacemaker matthew says we need spawn on the vg jeopardy with jeff and mike always have to go on there and potentially yeah. embarrass myself uh Corpse says, why does that guy with the red shirt look like Zach Galifianakis? That was Jeff. Okay. (laughs) Vampire says, "Uh, I had Game Pass PC and they never had any games I wanted to play that I didn't already own. I cannot justify subscription subscription price if they don't have stuff I'm interested in. Michael says, why do you think Square made the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster release so limited physically? Do you think they'll release again later or on the new Switch or PS5? I, I, I didn't think, think it was going to sell. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and RGT is exactly right. I think it's something where, even though people have been demanding this specifically forever and ever and ever, I just maybe it's that it didn't explode on Steam and they weren't sure how big it would be on console. So I, I wish that they had done a bigger pre-order batch. That's my biggest thing is I feel bad that everybody who even wanted it three months ago when the pre-orders happened, even 80% of those people couldn't get it. It's stupid. 
let's let's move over to let's talk about Dead Island 2 for a minute here. Uh, I got a chance to play a couple hours of it. Max, you played through. You did a review on it even. I beat it. Yeah, I put uh, 22 hours into it. Good, good. Did anyone else get a chance to play? I got I got a chance to watch Max's review. I'm probably going to pick it up. I'll get it when it's on. It's my kind of game, I think. I I think you're gonna like it, MBG, because yeah. you and I pl we'll we'll play those Far Cry games, you know. And I I think I think you I think you'd like this. this yep. cl it's it's cl it's closed off. It's not as big as Far Cry. Has that same kind of uh, appeal to it. I I I think. Um, but I I did I did get I think a, f a little over four hours actually into it. I picked it up the day it came out, and then I could play it the next day. So I'll play it more as we go along here. But I'll switch between that and a bunch of other stuff. So I've I've enjoyed my time with it as far as like because you pick a character in the beginning, uh, and then you kind of go through their storyline. Do you know Max if it changes between characters? Uh, just their voices, their dialogue. Okay. Uh, that's why, if you notice, that people kind of react the same no matter what. Like, you'll say the most outlandish, like, I'm going to yeah, pee in your boots. And they'll just be like, ha ha, anyways, you know, so it doesn't really change. Okay, anything. okay. So, one, I'm surprised at how this looks visually. I thought it was going to look worse. It looks better than I thought it would. And a lot of this has to do with the troubled development that they've had. I mean, think about it, this thing was, when was the first trailer? 2014? 2013. Oh, yeah, 2014. So you're right. 2014. But it's, it's been in development for 10 years easily, like technically, you know, so it's it's been a while. I wasn't expecting a lot out of this game necessarily. And as soon as you get into it and you start swinging, they give you like a pipe basically because you're the airplane crashes. You pick who you want to play as and you go from there. And as soon as you get... A, they give you like a pipe or a machete or something you hit one of those zombies with it it has real impact to it you actually like hit them upside the head they go flying and you know what? i kind of got a little 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 uh little nostalgia for condemned from that oh Ooh. yeah you first hit him across the face in front of like outside that plane when it's got like the it's like nighttime you have like that flare and you hit him and the zombie goes flying a little bit of condemned in there but then you end up fighting like 18 zombies at once and that goes away well, the, this has the most realistic gore, and I mean actually realistic gore I've ever seen. Uh, later yep. in the game, you start to get the ability, you get long-range weapons and the ability to throw throwing stars and stuff that are just, like, huge. So I did, throw a, I did throw a throwing star at one of them, hit them right in the chest, and they did the thing where they went backwards, hit the wall, and then they busted into two pieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you can chop off limbs, there'll be... I mean, I've seen such crazy it's, variation so blowing the up. Idea the idea here is it's called the it's called the flesh system and the idea is it will procedurally break limbs tendons flesh and organs as you hit them sounds like a good so club name all all of that stuff is detected as you hit them and it depends on what you hit them with so i had like a golf club there's a quest that i did early on and they give a golf club and you hit them with the blunt side of it and it'll actually cave their head in but yeah. if you use i got a claymore like this massive like sword swing at it and actually slice them into pieces so it will detect where you're i hit them in the leg and their leg cut in half they fell over and they try to crawl at you so it is like that dawn of the dead kind of feel there where they'll just keep coming after you but they give you some of the weirdest weapons you modify them so mm -hmm. i put electricity on my sword <laughs> i got i got a knife i had a really high level knife at one point so i put a tiny flamethrower on it so the flamethrower switch like the trigger to the mini flamethrower was on the handle so when i stabbed into people it would also flamethrow them yes and depending on how much you are running i'd stab them different so sometimes i'd stab downward to their chest sometimes i would do a slash and chop a limb off and it was crazy to see how it would actually 
process and create a different injury depending on how you hit them. Yeah, and so far, from what I've seen, they do have different they have characters in there and they're trying to play up to more of the humor over the top bombastic nature of there being a zombie apocalypse. Like the one character is like, Oh, this, Oh, I've, I've been through three of these so far. That's not a big yeah. deal. It's like, Oh, okay. So they, and early on they have you go through a house. So basically you're the way that the spaces work so far is they're closed off areas that you basically teleport to. And they have set paths that you go through and then you open up doors that are behind you that then create a shortcut, that sort of thing. One of the houses you go through is a YouTuber's house, yeah, which was actually pretty good. Like I was like, I was, I was getting a kick out of it. Cause I was like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. But then you go through in the living room. What's in the living room, Max? <laughs> There's an, a, a scripted apology. There is a thing where it seems like the guy made a YouTube video. Like you can tell by context because he made a YouTube video being like, there's not a zombie apocalypse. That's stupid. And so he was making a video being like, hey, guys, I'm super sorry that I said that zombie apocalypse isn't real. It says deep breath, fake tears here. And he's yeah, like, Paul's for crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Did you go around that house in that streamer's mansion? Apparently his name was the goat. And so he called his house the goat pin. And if you actually find the key, there's if you find his like servant and kill him, you can get a key and find an actual goat pen and it has a bunch of really good weapons outside i don't know i didn't see that so i didn't do all that no i was just going through because i was trying to mainline the the story yeah. that i was gonna play through to get another one so the way that they work with levels you do level up at the game you get experience you find stuff everywhere so you're just constantly looting stuff to upgrade your weapons but when you level up you unlock uh parts uh like these cards almost that will then open up slots you put them into and all it does is modify and make you stronger or take away certain things but then give you this ability like you might hit harder or when you do hit you'll regain health or if you dodge perfectly you'll get extra force on your next hit those sorts of things so it's not necessarily any kind of standard skill or attribute tree but it kind of streamlines it a bit so i, I tell you something crazy about that okay skill tree later Later, yeah. in, later in the skill tree, you start to get zombie cards. So you can choose to take away like one of your main skills is the ability that if you dodge somebody, you get a tiny burst of damage. So I'll do like dodge hits. You can choose to replace cards with like now you don't regenerate health at all, but you just do a flat 20% more damage. Or when you go fury mode, which is like your like limit break, mm. you can make it where you can stay in fury mode for as long as you want, but it'll actually consume health instead of your fury meter and stuff hmm. like that. But then you can also get zombie talent points that make it where you get healed by being in fury mode. So there's like, it, you really, my biggest problem with this game and it's, it's fun, but it's also not fun is that they give you the best stuff like 10 hours into it that you don't even unlock fast travel for a big chunk of the game. You don't unlock guns for the big part of the game. I kind of wish that they would front load the fun more like, I was really deep into the game and unlocking new stuff that was great, but I was like, man, why the hell didn't I have this at the start? It would have been more fun at the start. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. It feels very much like a game from the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation, which I, I is in a good way. So it is 70. I get it. It, it is one of those things where it's like, there's a lot of games coming out, but I think it's definitely worth, if you're like hesitant on it, a, a good pickup on discount, if that's the case. It's definitely but. it's way funnier than I thought it was going to be like since it's in L.A. It's like making fun of Hollywood culture a lot. Yeah, it is. There's time is, for yeah. almost every side quest is just finding people that are stranded in their mega mansion and like killing zombies and saving them. But the dialogue and situations are different. There's like a Burt Reynolds style guy who's like, 
Sonny, I got up here and I made myself an electric wheelchair that carried me down the stairs, but I'm a strong man, so I refuse to use it. But I guess desperate times. Do me a favor, start it up. So you have to like go downstairs yeah, and yeah. hack <laughs> his like, power back on so he can get in the chair and then fight off waves of zombies while he just sits there and goes, you're doing great, Sonny. It's like, it's actually legitimately funny. Yeah, then you have to, then they make you stand there and wait and watch him slowly decline yeah, down see, the stairwell. I'm doing a horrible job of selling this game. I'm just saying that right now. This game sounds completely I can't believe you all are still fucking talking point. about it. Like, yeah, it, yeah, this is a I whole watched segment. Max's review and I get it, but you guys are doing it. I'm just saying, y'all ain't doing a good job. I'm about to fall asleep. Just yeah, I have a question about the game. So if it's LA based, is it like, all of LA? Is it like, do they have actual, you do is it like living there? It's so just the valley. Well, start it's just in, the valley. I don't know. Beverly Hills and, <laughs> and Spawn was saying, it's broken down into these big chunks of map and you'll like go to a subway grade or something to teleport to the next area. So you will go to like Venice Beach and you go to the malls and like you do Casino? You go through uh, big movie studios, so you're Casino fighting Man. zombies that are dressed as like. So you're in Burbank, okay? Yeah. So you. And I, I'm from the valley, so that's why I was yeah. like, "Hold on." I should have just hit cool. it with a nuke, like at the start of the game. It's in California, just nuke <laughs> yes. it, and then. Is there a lot of it. is there a lot of like random like karate tournaments in the valley for you? It's like, um, <laughs> like just a bunch of like kids just fighting for some reason all the time. Are there people shitting on the sidewalk. I feel like in the early 2000s there was a lot of karate places um but I haven't seen that many now oh, okay it's been flaring up I've been I've been seeing the last few years a lot of it in karate wars nice yeah Cobra Kai is winning hey Dead Island 2 it's, it's a, Dead Island 2 is a fun game MVG you should check it out I think you'll I, like it yep I'm gonna I will check it out I get a 7.5 out of 10 it definitely has that far that sounds about right yeah, like a seven, eight, somewhere in there. That sounds fun. That sounds about right. Let's see. Evan, we have Discord questions left. Yeah, still got four left. Okay. Favorite game or franchise that has the worst censorship? Mm. Game or franchise has the worst censorship? Hmm. I can't think. It's... I mean, early on, it would have been Mortal Kombat, right? Back when they kind of censored the blood. Well, they across. made you punch like, sweat out of the person. Way, yeah, yeah, way back. But, like, it's gotten... They got rid of the oh, blood, wow. and then your fatality was just uppercutting them. Look, there's something obvious, bad. and I can't think of it I, right now. I really like classic World of Warcraft, and if uh, you ever want a good laugh, Google Chinese oh, the, the, World of Warcraft. They, that, it, 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 in China, they're weird about skull and bones, and uh, there's, undead, a, yeah. there's huge chunks of the undead, so they, they edited out all their bones, so they just like really white people, and all the skeletons and piles of meat and dead bodies on the ground they turned into piles of bread. So you'll be walking through like a necropolis with necromancers and there's piles of bread. So in the game, people always make the joke of like, bro, I'm about to turn you into a pile of bread right now. Yeah, but you look at international censorship like that, it's always fun. I think it was Left for Dead in Australia. If you threw a grenade, all the zombies that got hit with it would just vanish. They just disappeared. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, always, always, or no. always picking on Australia. Or no, or grenade. I mean, you're here now, right? It's fine. <laughs> Give another one, Evan. Thoughts on Path Path Tracer on Cyberpunk? Seems to be the first game that have mm -hmm. made people care about ray tracing. Yeah, because it looks does like discernibly different. Like you look at it, you go, okay, that actually adds something to it for the visual effects. I my problem is the performance hit just I just don't know if it's worth it for a lot of people still, because they're like, this runs great. 
on a 4090 Ti. It's like, oh, okay. Was that, was that trying you. to come across too <laughs> negative? I've tried playing Cyberpunk three times, and it's just not a good game. No, it's not. Like, oh, I can't man. Get into it. I can't get into Whoa. it. Whoa. I played it recently as well, and no. Whoa. That's a, that's a big statement. Still don't like Cyberpunk, man. Not into it. Mm. Uh, well, the technology more like an old west type of guy to me. They've been, or at least Nvidia has been heavily improving their path tracing, ray tracing quite a bit. But I think we're still, it's not going to be anything that I think takes off on these consoles currently in terms of ray tracing. So I feel like that might be next gen, which is unfortunate because they made a big push for ray tracing this gen. You have another Discord, Evan? Are you all setting a soft deadline for how quickly you'll want to finish Tears of the Kingdom, or instead will you take your time playing no. through it? I'm going to blast that bitch. Hmm. I don't set no. deadlines when I play games for the most part. I just play. Neither do I, but I'll install a game, and then 10 hours later I've beaten it and forgot to go to sleep. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not beating Tears in 10 10 hours I, the first one I, it took me 200 why not hours. just run yeah, straight yeah, to the boss but other people have beaten it in like an hour <laughs> yeah, yeah be, you could be breath of wild pretty quick yeah that's but, people who saw other people do it after they or and someone had to do it first it. though <laughs> <laughs> most uh, people put hella hours i don't know i well we still don't even know the structure of the game or the other divine beasts you go to is there how many are there like that could also work into how long it'll take but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if you can run straight to there because they said that you start out in the clouds, like you start out there. So yeah. I don't think you're probably you won't you probably won't even be able to just go like straight to somewhere at the beginning like that. Sounds like Skywood's all there. over again. <laughs> I hope we get temples. Like I, was, I really want temples. Yeah, I do too. I just I, that's gonna be an interesting thing to figure out in an open world like that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, if it gets to the point where I know I can go beat the game and I'm like forty hours in. I'll probably just go beat the game and then reload an older save and just keep playing it then. So I I don't want to spend too long with it because, you know, that that ending is going to get spoiled up like all over the place. So I'd rather get to the end and, and get it done. But mm -hmm. Link, you were the Zelda all along. Yeah. <laughs> this really was the Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. And then you, have a, one, you have another one, Evan? Last one. Minecraft Legends is a $40 standard, $50 deluxe game, yet it also comes with cosmetic microtransactions. Is this acceptable even if it is on Game Pass? And that's just what they... I feel like that's what they've been doing for a while now. We get microtransactions in a lot of these games yeah. now. I kind of feel like people have just been worn down to where it's like, all right. <laughs> Whatever. Resident Evil 4 added them in later. People like, uh, okay. Who <laughs> got mad at me for calling them out? It's just that's just kind of how it is now. People have just it, it's it's worn down to where God, people have just I don't know grown tired of the conversation. I'm not sure, but cosmetic stuff is one that people definitely look past now. So just kind of the world the way it is now. Was that the last one, Evan? Yep, we're good. That's not true. That's not true. I believe there was one more in Discord. Yeah, he missed the cutoff. You can't take it. Oh, you put no. one in. No, he missed the cutoff. No, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't necessarily me, but I, I looked in there before because cool. I, I thought right. maybe we had you, a new. You see, go, you ahead, see that? go ahead and ask the question. Yeah. Okay. Why does John suck so much? Because Sean missed the cutoff. That's why. Okay. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's just mad because past me ratioed him on Twitter presently. Oh, you use my <laughs> joke against me. That doesn't work. Let me get more brutal, not less brutal. Damn, I don't know if you dude. understood that. I would just delete my Twitter after that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, look, <laughs> we're on Super Chat. Spyro says, did anyone play Crash Team Rumble? It's fun, but it seems like a game that will be lost in live service obscurity. Just give us Spyro <laughs> 4. Anyone play I it? I did play it, and uh, I was going to make a video, but honestly, I just, I didn't really like it that much. Um, I like Toys for Bob. Uh, it's just, it's weird. You collect Wampa Fruit, and there's like a mm -hmm. bank. And there's a system where there's like these big gems, so you can like step on them and it gives you a bonus. So like if you you can carry 150 fruit at a time, and the goal is to get to 2,000. It's weird. I, I didn't think it was very well balanced. Uh, there's characters that are chasers and blockers. So somebody like Dingo Dial can just stand in the middle of the field and bap you across the field. It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that game's going to really find an audience, but we'll see. I love Toys for Bob as well. Very much so. I would really like what the last part of that statement said. Spiral 4. Yeah. That'd be great. David says, Wandering Dutch had an indie showcase today for two hours. Trip and Fall says, question for OJ, which system sold more units, the N64 or the GameCube? Uh, N64. So? Star says, favorite N64 <laughs> game, mine's Rocket Robot on wheels. What the fuck is wrong with racing. you? Chameleon Twist 1 and 2. <laughs> Who the fuck would pick that game? What is wrong with you? Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie, there it is. Ocarina. I'm going to go with Ocarina as well. Or maybe Majora's, I'll go Majora's Mask. Yeah, that's my second choice. So that's the 64 game? Yeah, yep, that's the okay. 64 game. Metroid what? 64, Metroid 64. All right, there we go. That means nothing. Fire uh, Emblem 64. Fire Jose, Emblem. Jose, what do you think? Nobody cared about Fire Emblem back then. <laughs> nobody cared. Japan nobody cared. Did. Maybe nobody cared because they didn't release it in the <laughs> Exactly. And when it first came out on Game Boy Advance, Advance Wars was more popular. It was just that they kept releasing Fire Emblems, and Fire Emblems ended up becoming more popular. It eventually had to get really big on the cell phone to really blow up. And, I mean, then we never got really Chameleon Twist game. Actually, they released it. Marth and Roy were in Smash Brothers, and that's yeah. what got people excited. And then they were, I'm just saying, that's what got people excited first was their Smash Brothers debut. But okay. Yeah, that really, time. that's, that ended up being the marketing for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Million Twist 3 for GameCube would have been great, so I'm saying. M MTS says, RGT, are you listening to the Carbon Engine podcast? I would never listen to anything. <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh, no. I, I listened to it. I'll be honest, I did not understand it. Wait, that's a thing? Yeah, well, it's about their new game, which is a game I've never heard about. And they have oh, Squirt or on. Tingle. What the fuck is it called? Trip? <laughs> wow. They brought what? a guy like he's the guy who made music and has Squirt a with this tingle. dude. Just Argentina was reading his search history. Piano. That was his search history. <laughs> oh, man. Sean's just laughing quietly. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, wait, hold up. No, what, what's the game? Uh, Ash asks, "Do you hundred percent any games? I love hundred percent, hundred percenting my Zelda games. I hundred percent stuff. Yeah, I, I'm currently hundred percent all yeah. the, the Pixel remasters. I'm doing it. I just hundred percented Pixel Remaster One, and now I'm halfway through hundred percenting Pixel Remaster Six. Hmm. I feel like I really like the game because, like, when I was younger, I used to have a rule. Since I would get like like three games a year, um, I'd be like, okay, like I have to beat it from top to bottom, and then I can get a new game. But I feel like hmm. now, since I'm getting old, I have to like pick and choose what I want to do, just because right. there aren't enough hours in the day. About Josie, you you hundred percenting anything over there? Hundred percent. Uh, uh, I've good. only ever really like a hundred percented two games, and that was Shredder's Revenge. Uh -oh. um, because I had a lot of fun with it, and then I hundred percented Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze because nice. it like wasn't too much of a daunting test. 
but I don't really do it. I feel like that's a lot of time to invest in one game that I don't You're have to find all those Korok seeds in Zelda. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> my, my rule typically is under 30 hours. If it takes under 30 hours, I can knock it out. But if it's like one of those 200 hour ones, I don't give a shit. Mm. Roger says, talking about Nintendo YouTubers, any hot takes on Point Crow? The Nintendo podcast has great inf- interview with him. RGT, my favorite Nintendo YouTuber. I think I make a cameo on an upcoming Nintendo podcast because Wood called me and recorded a conversation for it. I I watched that Nintendo podcast with Point Crow. I didn't know the situation until I watched that. It's crazy. I mean, he's a huge channel and they just took down all the stuff. Yeah, sounds like Nintendo and mods. MBG knows. Yeah. <laughs> they're very aggressive with that stuff that's for sure they they don't mess around uh they, they strike first ask, ask questions later so it was God. weird how targeted the whole thing was though it was just like completely targeting him well they, they probably that's the nintendo way they did probably hit other people yeah, they did probably hit other people though that you don't know about just because they don't have as much presence. They they hit uh they hit they, yeah. someone who also apparently they were just doing challenges like I'm gonna try to do this in the game and that's kind of it. It had nothing yeah. with mods. I don't know yeah, if it that, was still struck that, the whole time, but uh. that's the dookie thing about it, is like when nobody is actually doing like it's just regular let's play or it's just like regular the game and man those videos get hit too because I remember before back in the day. Man, like we had to fight just to be able to like monetize like regularly back, you know, before. You oh, yeah, the creators yeah. program. Yeah, like they, they had that creator even before that, like it would just like monetize. Like when the Switch first launched, you couldn't just do stuff. And it took a lot of convincing to be able to even get it to the point where it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like it took a lot of people saying, hey, like, no, like it's it's OK to get this. Like this will actually be beneficial, you know, so. The only that's, time that's- that it should be legally acceptable like under the law for for nintendo to do something like this because it doesn't fall under ruining their copyright once the game is in your you know the gamer's hands you can play mess around do whatever you want that's your content that's your personal whatever you can do you're controlling it right same thing with mods if you're selling mods and you don't work with the company that's where they could come after you that's mm-hmm. that's an easy target for them to come after you uh and it wasn't it who was it bethesda that worked with creators to then sell mods yeah. Like that's one way the the company was you know like would allow them, but like the, the like this is this is bullshit. You know this is I, I don't know legal. This just just shows a problem with YouTube more so than than Nintendo because I mean Nintendo sucks and they're gonna do shit like this every now and then. But the the copyright system this should not allow for this. There should be a better fight. And YouTube should not just go. You know what? It's between you two. Not. Yeah, the YouTube thing is is the YouTube side is annoying. Yes, yeah, it's the YouTube. Yeah. It's a problem. It should have protected him uh, and anyone who is who is taught by that because it's just gameplay and he's not selling the the mods. He was just playing games. It goes for any of them. Wood's done it too. It's it's uh, it's BS. Well, it's it's weird when they because I I had a video taken down last year by Sony. I was talking about the fact that uh, God of War Ragnarok leaked and Sony took my video down and I talked to him and said. Did you actually watch it? And they went, no, and they reinstated it. But YouTube just sides with them. They said, like, hey, we think possibly this is copyright, and they they deleted my shit. It was so bizarre. When it comes to the big companies, they rarely ever protect. Like, I know they protected Sean one time, um, but for the most part, they will. if it's a big corporation coming to attack someone on on YouTube, they just step away. Usually if it's creator versus creator stuff, they kind of uh, saying they'll, they'll jump in there because they they'll you know, they'll play 
their role in that but when sony and nintendo come on to youtube and they're claiming stuff it's like a one out of a hundred shot that they'll youtube will actually be like hey uh actually no that's fine cody says did you see arlo's new video where he speculates the metro prime 4 is probably most likely coming out on the next switch thoughts yeah i I I think I think it's coming out on this switch, but then it'll probably also release on the next switch with a patch. Right. Or why do we have to watch an Arlo video to have to? to never mind. Matt, uh, <laughs> massive. Why says, do we have to watch an Arlo video to speculate? Like, did you see his video? Spe- we can we all speculate about that before. That's not anything to. All right, I'll just stop. Sorry. Sounds like Burning Shores fixes OJ's complaints. I, I think it helps, but the problem I think we would run into is you need to you need to beat Forbidden West to then go to Burning Shores, so you'd have to go through all the stuff that maybe you didn't like to then get to the party he does. No, it doesn't like, completely it doesn't completely fix my issues with open world games, but yeah, it's all good. But yeah, Jake's, at least to add somebody. Jake says, How do you all feel about the trend of PlayStation games where the main character seemingly teases the passing of torch, God of War, Last of a Spider Man, New Horizon? Love the podcast. Well, Spider Man does this. But well, yeah. yeah. Well, they had the spider Miles Morales. Looks like the next one obviously going to have them working together. But we'll see, hey, we'll see what happens. In the right. I don't know. I kind of like that. I, I like that. I don't know. Fucking Sega or <laughs> Sega Sony games. I like that a lot of these Sony big AAA first party things have a kind of ongoing. Each game builds upon each other. Like the rumors of the next uh, Uncharted being about his daughter or something. I don't know. Peeps says, with the release of Final Fantasy Pixel Perfect Collection, do you think Square will remaster Final Fantasy Thirteen? <laughs> the same, the same with Final Fantasy Eleven, but with an offline mode like Dragon Quest. I think FF Eleven will just remain where it is, and eventually go away. But Thirteen remastered. I don't know. They kind of had it on the Xbox. Well, it kind of exists on the Series X as it is. They have like auto HDR and everything on that. Joe says, uh, why is the Japanese version of Tears of the Kingdom only sixteen gigabytes? I don't know. Maybe it just don't know. does not have all the languages on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, there could be. They wrote, they left out some languages, but the U.S. version, at least right now, is 18.2. Yeah. So. This is from Game Says. Okay, okay. wow. Celia's here. Josie's here. How I, And then they say, how I wish they'll make another parody of Spawncast beating up Sean with TJE Trace Amigos. There you go, Sean. Uh-huh. What? exactly reese says thank you all for the hours and hours of entertainment watch you all daily quick question i grew up playing banjo tooie with my dad who passed and i still play it all the time do any of you have a game that's more than just a game to you fire with a dragon the only game my father has ever played was tekken tag tournament he'd play gun jack and just smash his whole hand on the controller and gun jack would just flail around and every time i play tekken tag tournament i think of my dad just smash the controller so be like hell yeah bitch yeah, I have yeah. that with the Uncharted oh. series. Sorry. Oh, no, fine. Uh, for me, um, I, uh, it, it's not like a particular game, but it's like a set of games. Like all my original Nintendo 64 games, um, my grandpa label makered them. So it says the name of the game on top because he got really annoyed at me, like pulling mm-hmm. out every yeah. one of them. And so like, you know, it's been it's been like a really long time since he's passed. But whenever I see that, I think of them. No attachments. They make you weak. Josie, why why the Uncharted games? I used to play them a lot with my brother, and uh, he would just like play the whole thing, and then I'd sit there and help him solve the puzzles. Hmm. So I guess I just have like really fond memories. And now we're both like, you know, I'm in college, he's in college, so it's like nice little memory. Okay, okay. 
Then we have Leno says, anyone else have issues with their PS5 shuts off during PS5 games? I do not. That might be your PS5 overheating. Yeah, that sounds like an overheating issue. issue. Uh, let's see. Qbert says the Qbert fandom does not accept RGT. Well, uh, <laughs> RGT does not accept the Qbert fandom. <laughs> Ray says it's like the next. It's like the new feud for the year. Okay. Ray says upgraded the Series S, wanted an X. Yet COD, Redfall, Starfield, these aren't selling me Game Pass for Persona and smaller games like AI Initiative. Uh, Outlaw says thoughts on the new unrecorded Unreal Engine Five game trailer. I think it looks almost a little too good to be real, but hey, they. They seem they seem pretty pretty set on doing it. So, also, I wonder if body cam perspective will be the new trend going forward. Mm. I hope not. Yeah, I think I like the idea of it, but I get motion sickness easy. Oh yeah, that's gonna get motion sickness. Yeah. Something about the way that he the the super. That, I think it's overly realistic in a way. That, that trips yeah, out I, my brain. I gotta see that control scheme. The idea of because it looks like you're aiming in VR with the whole moving, but it's not. It's you, somehow that aiming just happens that way. It's weird thinkers and movers uh no message there thanks thinkers D denizen says uh, some kids dad if you 100 your grades as much as those games i'm gonna run into that someday i already know it that'll be fun uh, and then john o coming in with the the big super chat said glad i caught you all hope you had a great week and enjoy the weekend shout out to john o shout out john o we are we are running up against sean's after show time so i do want to go around and Tired. do outro <laughs> there will be an after show on sean's channel i do want to do some outros here and i'll check Streamlabs as we go uh sean where can everyone find you you want to let them know about that because you're gonna go off i assume and prepare it go ahead yeah you can find me on rgt85 where unlike someone else uploading a clickbait video today i did an actual real video showing off some usb n64 or nintendo related controllers tapping stance that they were nintendo related and then uh -huh. tomorrow we have i think it's my longest video ever going up um 15 show, minutes long 36 oh wow showing oh, off what i kept in my video game collection and if it had a story i told the story so Lots of fun stuff in there. Brett, I'm sure, had a fucking hmm. amazing time editing that video. Get my money's worth out of that cunt. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's what I got going on. So go. And then the after show. Yeah. Okay, go go set up your after show. Thank you, Sean. For... Thank you. Thank you. Okay. JJ says, uh, hey, guys, considering how Nintendo publishes about a dozen games a year, how do you think they should handle developing games in 4K or close to it when they eventually release Switch successor? They're going to develop 4K. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, they'll they'll move to they'll they'll still do like the smaller titles as well, which probably helps them fill in any gaps. Like you won't have a Zelda every year, like here's the kingdom, but okay, wait a second. How does everyone hold an N64 controller? Because evidently this oh, is a dude, I saw that video. Me. I didn't want to bring it up because that was that was rough. What scene. I don't understand. I don't have big hands. Josie's probably laughing at you too right now. Even she knows how to hold the 64 controller. I don't. What's the point of the third prong then? If you're not supposed to use the it, the third prong is for wrestling games. Because oh of the D-pad. Yes, yeah. you hold it like that, and then you only go to the 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 stick for your special move. Yeah, oh gosh! All I right, I remember right. they said it was uh, supposed to be specific. Go and grab, for get get the games. controller. We're gonna settle this. Uh, OJ, where can everyone find you? 
Uh, find me right here on YouTube, but let oh, Sean do his gosh, thing here. What the fuck are this you is, doing, Sean? What, what is that? What are you doing? Can we blur it? Oh, we need to blur. We need to blur the podcast. This is as much. Oh yeah. Sean, move your fucking hand. Grab that big dick at the bottom. What are you doing? This is horrible. Why would I do this? Twirl the This sucks. This just feels weird. No, this feels right. I'm with Sean. He's holding it correctly originally. Rub that joystick. Don't Why would you? What's the point of this? If I'm not supposed to hold on to it exactly how do you get how do you get to the z button on the back yeah, yeah, how do you get hits the Z with, button? With, with, the, right? with this hand. With this hand. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Come on, man. Why would anybody take this man seriously? Sean, is that I'm just how you... Is, is that how just how you've played N64 your whole life? Man, whole life. Is like that why like you're so bad at it? I'm excellent at N64. Who hurt you? I don't believe you. This is how I hold it. Shout out here throwing gang signs playing N64. You know what? You know what? He, you know what you remind me of holding that controller. You remind me of when Jim Ryan held the PS5 controller. This is how you hold it, and everyone else is wrong. You can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, okay, I'm we're doing hand signs you. like Jutsu's, like Naruto. Man, doing hand signs. Oh my god, bro! Come on. Bro. Anyway, you can find me here on YouTube. Thanks for coming out to the. Thanks for coming out, guys. Appreciate. It. I got some cool Tears of the Kingdom videos uh, going up, and also Xenoblade Chronicles Three. If you want to get into that, uh, I'll have a video up uh, with Xenoblade franchise and all that stuff. So if you like RPGs, Xenoblade, all that good stuff, Final Fantasy, I'll be covering. I cover all that on the channel, and I stream pretty much all the time. So yeah, thanks for the support. Thanks for coming out. Shout out to the pre-show. Yeah. MVG, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Check out my video on Monday and. Have a fantastic week. Thanks, Evan. Oh, uh, okay. Stu says that the 64 D-pad is for one game, one game only, Mischief Makers. Correct. That's what, Celia, where can everyone find you? Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, so you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Celia V with three E's. And um, you can also find like work-related stuff. We're at Yacht Club Games on everything. Um, also, everyone buy Pocket Dungeon. Okay, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff says, Microsoft needs to understand that when you do a streaming service, you're lowering your ceiling on what you can make, but you're guaranteeing your minimum, raising your floor. WWE could sell their big four pay-per-views for more than they make, but then they make more overall. They also WWE also sells a lot of other stuff, though, merchandise and everything. So uh, but then I also want to go to the, the, the big Streamlabs donation from EVGR. It says, Sean versus Nintendo is my favorite feud of the year. Great show. Great guest as always. They always try to screw me. <laughs> Josie, where can everyone find you? You can find me at YouTube at Josie Well. Um, I talk a lot about Nintendo. I have a video coming out reviewing Metroid Fusion uh, after playing it for the first time. Nice. So that's a good time. Yeah. And on Twitter, also at Josie Well. Thank you guys for having me. Jordan. He's far away. Where can everyone Far away. Me? I had to walk a lip. Uh, you can find me, Jordan Fringe, Jordan Fringe Gaming. A lot of big stuff coming out. I just put out part three of my uh, very long running throughout this year, Ash's complete journey through uh, Pokemon. So I'm covering every season of Pokemon, talking about Ash's journey. So part three is out now. It's like an hour and a half long. Hey. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff going on. Check it out. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. It's what? How many weeks in a row? Who knows? Maybe I'll be here next week. Maybe not. Five, six, Will I five talk? Weeks find out. Take oh, your bets. Take your bets now. Max, where can everyone find you? 
uh, youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. This week I did a freaking in-depth review of the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, the Horizon DLC, and also uh, Dead Island. Uh, didn't sleep very much, but all those videos blew up. So I just wanted to thank people because a lot of times people in the comment section say, I found you because of the Spawn cast. So thank you everybody for being cool. I do want to close out with a comment from, uh, actually Evan, where can I refine you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube at Kimmerick's Project. If you're into strategy games, I'm mostly focusing on Games Workshop games. Right now we're looking at Kill Team, but when 10th edition drops this summer, we'll take a look at that. It's coming along. Nice little community, people talking. So if you're into that, check it out. Okay. I'm going to close out here with a, a message from Mr. Davis who says, what's up, Yao? What's up, OJ? I got a crush on my Tears Already Kingdom update. Uh, this should change out the combat. Did you pick someone up here in the cab at the combat with, with Fate this year? Make my favor. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, damn right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, Mr. Davis. Thinking. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> Sounds what was like... it about the car door? What happened? Uh, I have uh, no idea what so that Did you pick someone up here in the cab at the combat with the fate this year? Make my favor. Make his favor. I, I hey, shout know. out to Mr. Davis. Always appreciate the messages. Thanks everyone for joining us tonight on the podcast. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll see you guys then. Or not. Think for yourself. Challenge crushing. Bye.